morning, class. Welcome to Art Eater Podcast number 63. We got a really big one for you today. There is an elephant in the room, and its name is Street Fighter VI. That's right. So the uh, Street Fighter VI announcement trailer uh, just dropped on June 3rd. Uh, today is June 5th, so we've had a couple days to digest it. And uh, we're basically just coming coming in hot. But uh, first, you know, uh, let's, let's, let's have a quick uh, roll call. We have a nearly full house today. So I'm uh, really, really excited about that. It's been a little little while since we've recorded, and uh, you know we have uh, almost the entire team here. So uh, yeah, 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 let's get right to it. So I'm your host, Richmond. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do game development and art for a living, um, and uh, just, yeah, uh, also the one of the founders of Art Eater, really happy to be here every week, chilling out with you guys, talking about games and cool art. Okay, Sean, go. Hey, I'm Sean. I edit the podcasts. Uh, during the day, I lead design teams at NZXT. We're a PC gaming company, uh, been in the game industry for quite a few years, doing UX direction, technical integration, uh, whatnot. So now I just play video games and talk about them. Pass to Thomas. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are we having technical difficulties? Thomas, Thomas you there? Oh, sorry, guys. I just muted myself because I was typing on my French keyboard because, yeah, it's me, your French guy that was not here for like 15 episodes because I had too much work to do. I'm so glad to be speaking with all of you again. I'm really, really hyped by uh, the conversation we're going to have because I know we have different opinions on it. So, yeah, yeah, very happy to be there. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, this is James Stanley, your resident fighting game expert. Uh, better known as Beefy Kunoichi in the Twitterverse. Uh, when I am not playing fighting games or Hades, uh, I am doing character design for animation, games, uh, freelance illustrations, and working on my uh, my own indie project. And uh, I'm really glad to be here. What's up, everybody? It's Adam, AJ, please be once again. It's your favorite game, level designer, pixel artist, and also international taekwondo fighter. Here to chop it up with the guys once again, and we're going to be speaking about an absolute banger today in Street Fighter VI. So hold on to your heavy punches. Let's get going. Let's get rocking. Let's go. Okay. Yay! I just want to say, oh, man. Um, so typically on the podcast, you know, we, we, we do our homework, right? Like everyone's pretty uh, uh, scholarly. <laughs> we tend to come in. With, with a lot of notes, a lot of information, but today is uh, it's just unfiltered. We're, we're just, this is going to be a wild conversation. Um, we're just doing so it live. You, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. Of. we're doing it live. <laughs> yeah, so usually we, we know what we're talking about ahead of time, and it's usually a game we all uh, universally love. Uh, this time it's, uh, I don't know, we, we may have some some varying opinions, so let's let's get to it. All right, so the, the trailer just dropped, so, oh gosh, uh, so what do, you, what do you guys think? Who, who wants to... Uh, Put their coin on the uh, AG. Uh, go, the... go. You're the uh, last yeah, one to, to discover it. This is true. This is true. So, everybody who's listening right now, they will have heard of this from a few days ago or when this comes out, weeks ago at this point. But I watched this trailer today on the day of recording, and honestly, with respect to so much of it, I just think it's got there's a bit of like a rejuvenation here, I feel, but with respect to something which is kind of interesting color and lighting and background so 
a few things i actually did write a few a couple of notes just while watching but um a lot of the backgrounds from what it is that i've seen they seem to be muted in terms of like color and literally much more like gray and like desaturated and that kind of in my mind speaks to how it is that they're trying to take a step forward from what they felt was like a more routine kind of like more boring version of what like the past game in essence kind of like was i feel like they're trying to step away from what it is that they've utilized as strengths prior by also like re reinvigorating and bringing in other mechanics from prior games things like that things that seem to be like focus attacks or things that seem to have that kind of that inky painterly style again they're trying to mix in that with a much more hip-hop infused um audio stylist stylization which is also a big thing from you know third strike of course with everything from like you know the graffiti introduction on the logo to the general ways in which people were dressing in the sort of like open world looking area which we'll get into later as well basically what it is that they're saying here they're very much specifically saying okay we're trying to step forward now from what you think street fighter is into something new and i think that can be brave territory to step into but i really hope that they're like properly fully like equipped to do so because you know what we, what we saw with respect to street fighter 5's launch not great by any metric but i think that they've that it looks like they've already kind of like they're saying that they've learned lessons from this i feel from like a visual standpoint and from like a physical standpoint with respect to how it is that they're presenting this at the start anyway that's what i feel yeah Right. So a, a fresh new start. Okay. Yeah. I'm going okay. to be like, to, um, I go with AJ on this. There's really a rejuvenating thing about this trailer and this orientation. The thing I actually, I, the, the orientation of the game is actually to me quite logical. If you, if you check uh, Street Fighter V, you've noticed that in the past years, We've seen uh, the producer and the director uh, way, mo way more than before and they added a lot of characters from Final Fight and also Akira from Rival Schools. And it, when you follow them on Twitter, you can see that those guys, they are true Capcom nerds. Like they love, you know, the the, the whole lore around um, around Street Fighter, Final Fight, this whole Metro City thing, and what's funny is that Street Fighter, since the beginning, has always been the World Warrior. You know, it's the World Warrior thematic team, and in this trailer, we see only the me Metro City. So this kind of, you know, it's like South Town in the SNK games. It's like a a city where everything happens. That's the city where uh, Agar and uh, Cody uh, live, uh, but that's also the, the city where there's Lucia, who arrived in um, SF5, but also Abigail. And um, suddenly, it looks like the whole game is centered around it. And to me, it's like, okay, that's quite logical, because even in Street Fighter 2, there's only a single stage that actually happens in the streets. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, so well, well yeah it's street fighter you have a like a, a team of street life and street culture and things like that that is actually fitting for uh, you know a colorful game and uh, an eccentric game so yeah go, go for it actually you have the law you have the experience you have the character you have the the culture mm -hmm. i would say so just go for it and they went for it so i'm actually surprised that they finally managed to you know get out of the womb of street fighter 2 yeah because the only other game that managed to do it was street fighter 3 and it's because it started as another project that was later converted to street fighter 3 so 
finally, finally we're out, you know, of this World Warrior stuff um, and everything. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I like so much what they made, but I really like the ambition they are yeah. they are pursuing. I, I wanted to to add, like, especially around the art direction I, i'm basically gonna say a positive thing and a negative thing which is that um <laughs> they, they've definitely because they have a lot of their art direction documents surprisingly online like a lot of their mood boards and stuff and, and i feel like um to me the the question is actually going to be whether or not they can execute some of this ambition because they talk about in their concept documents how it's like this is about street culture um i i feel so the positive thing is that, like to your point i i like the metro city approach and trying to bring it to a different <clears throat> you know tone and tenor and approach and not have it just be in the shadow of the games that it's based you know it's part of the, the series of but this idea of like being like this is about street culture it's about graffiti music beats while you hustle i'm like all right street fighter six i'm gonna need you to get more nuanced with yeah. what that actually means <laughs> because right now it just seems like you went on iStock and searched for street culture and yeah i'd like yeah. to see them treat it more respectfully and that's so, so like to me seeing a lot of the the graffiti aspects like on one hand I, i'm really torn because uh art direction wise they actually make it look pretty good in a lot of the concept art but then seeing it in the middle of the gameplay is kind of like okay you i'm fine i, I actually like the metro city idea i don't know if i actually need it in my fighting uh so it's but, mm. but also we've only got an announcement trailer so it's mm -hmm. unclear to me how much of this is in the game Inspired, and how much yeah. of this is part of the announcement trailer but mm -hmm. but i will say that i do at least agree that it is the first time that it's felt like not the same thing just um yeah different differently it executed. feels like they're finally they're finally taking like a step forward that is like, yeah it's been so needed for such like a long period of time like at least mm -hmm. for what it is that i'm looking at personally again i got into street fighter back in like 09 basically i'm one of the 09ers so to speak so street fighter 4 was my first real introduction i thought dudley was like a new character from then when i was like a kid basically i just didn't know anything about anything so like for example like having that um having that view at this point in time now like it feels like we're finally getting like an actual like not not so much to say like a new flavor but just like a confident step in a different direction that's what it is that i'm, that I'm mm -hmm. seeing here and i really hope that like sean said i hope that they can capitalize on it and i hope that they can actually execute this like well i think that there is so much to be said especially with the with respect to the introduction and inclusion of just like that very specific would people just say like hip-hop like as a as an aesthetic and as a look but like it's so much more than that though it, it goes across like it goes across like from visuals to fashion to um to food to like literal like geographic location to of course like music but also historical elements too and i hope that like they can obviously be respectful with these but also i just hope that they can make something meaningful of this and not just have ryu in like b-boy costume like well what is that though you know like you mm -hmm. want to make sure that you can have these things be meaningful in a way that is still true to what street fighter is but also what it can be but also what it is that they're taking um what, what it is that they're taking inspiration from deal with that in a respectful way that is also on top of that innovative like it's so many things to do and it's obviously you know when dealing with this new flavor so to speak it's um it's something that you really have to hit out of the park kind of like first try so yeah they've got a, they've got a lot of work to do but it all it looks like they're already doing it so yeah looks yeah. interesting so far i'll pass this on to, to james because i know he's got a lot to say uh yeah uh, so <laughs> So I, I, I want to 
start out with uh, some some things that I I am in favor of and I and I appreciate is and it's gonna sound like I'm repeating some of the things that may have already been said, but on a on a foundational layer in terms of taking a step forward, uh, Street Fighter Six is definitely doing that. Uh, the graphic design elements, the implementation uh, on a more involved level, uh, at, at least initially, by incorporating uh, hip hop uh, into it. Uh, you know, I, I think that you know it, it feels like there are people that appreciate uh, the games from before, and you know they're kind of understanding. You know, while Street Fighter Three didn't make a lot of money for Capcom, it still meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, and then taking that sort of synergy or creating that type of synergy with the idea that, you know, hip hop uh, is a strong fixture that is uh, basically permeated throughout the world. Uh, you know, hip hop is a global thing. It's a uh, everybody knows about hip hop. Everybody, you know, it, you at least know about it. You may not like it, but you at least know about it in, in terms of its uh, staying power, right? So, of course. those those things I, I definitely appreciate. Um, you can definitely tell that the uh, the staff on this has a lot of uh, care for a lot of the older titles and the foundation that. Street Fighter Six is built upon, you know, because if it wasn't for those games, you know, Street Fighter Six wouldn't uh, exist. Uh, so I do see that there is an attempt to uh, sort of pay homage to the things of before, but still step forward. Um, even in terms of the gameplay, uh, in terms of like simple inputs, uh, I think they're introducing it in a way where everybody has a seat. You know, you pick the seat that's right for you. Maybe on your journey, uh, you may think to yourself, well, I use modern inputs, but I like what I see that can be done with traditional. Maybe I want to take a small step and dip my toe in and like try to figure out whether or not I really want to learn more aspects of the game. But then if they don't want to, you know, they can still enjoy the game. They can still go through story mode. They can still do the open world experience of roaming through the streets and being the street fighter that hustles and you know, they can enjoy that. Um, and I think that that's also important that they showed a lot of things for people that maybe are not so competitively sound, but they just like Street Fighter or they just like the look of this game and they want to kind of do something that maybe isn't so uh, competitively intense but still is connected to the lore. So those are things that are uh, positive that I, I do like. Um, in terms of maybe some things I'm not so sure about, um, I want to preface the fact that I... I grew up in the arcade era. Like I'm not what you would call young. Um, <laughs> you know, I I played That's Street Fighter true. two. <laughs> I played Street Fighter two uh, at an age where I could barely reach the cabinet. I was on my tiptoes when I first played Street Fighter two. Um, and I grew up with Street Fighter. It was a very integral part of my life. It was something that, uh, you know, if I was getting picked on at school or, you know, going through whatever kids go through in high school, Street Fighter uh, was something that I looked forward to. Capcom was something I looked forward to. The art, the uh, the games, the sound design, the music, and all of those things were uh, an experience that was comforting for me for a very long time. 
Uh, it's been a huge fixture in my life. So there's a bit of an emotional attachment to Street Fighter and how I feel about it or how I don't feel about it. Um, ever since Street Fighter 3, I've kind of not been 100% happy with visual choices and things that have happened in those games, but I respect the effort that those games are... They're trying to push, you know, in a different direction or include a stronger audience. I think with Street Fighter VI, uh, I am... I'm not necessarily the happiest about the visual <laughs> choices. Um, and I'm trying to be careful about it because I don't want to step on anybody's toes because I know that a lot of hard work goes into... Any to, of these games. To, to back up, though, I, I do agree with I, I agree with James as well that I, I haven't yeah. really gotten into Street Fighter since three, uh, and I haven't been mad or not liked the, the titles, but that progressively the visual style hasn't worked for me. Um, yeah, and, even, and, even and if I, I could appreciate what was trying to be done. Right, and I and you know I want to put out there too that like I get that there are kids that have no idea who Ikano is or Bengus or Kino Nishimura. Um, Shoei, uh, Harumaru, Akiman, um, you know, these are people that are foundational pillars for, uh, the Overwatch. visual, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, yeah, like the visual, uh, you know, fidelity of Street Fighter and for Capcom in general. And when you grow up with something like that, um, you almost get addicted to it and you, you love it so much, so when you see that there's a departure from it, um, it can be sad for some people. And when yeah. I say that, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just that there are people. It's that not have for you anymore. That's yeah. just it. Yeah, yeah. that's it's you know. I understand. For... I understand what you say because it, some the same happened to me when uh, Guilty Gear Xrd came out. You know, the right. game was of was already you know uh, the the XX series was already very anime like. It, it was an anime fighting game basically, but it right. has it, it had flair and a kind of strong design by economy that worked very well. And when XRT came out, it it took the the blaze blue road of you know adding elements everywhere you know over charging mm. designs and stuff like that right also also you know making everyone way more muscular all the all the female character way more sexualized and you're like okay that's yes that's guilty gear but that's cringe you know that's cringe <laughs> right. because 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 it's it's just make, putting a coat of uh, you know modern uh, modern color that uh, I, I don't know anime fans of today like and I'm like okay that isn't for me anymore and we've talked about you know uh, Strive and how the designs absolutely. are absolutely yeah. tasteful and how they came back to a more you know design actually very design um, um, style so I get what you mean because I mean look at the trailer you, 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 you look at Luke and you're like okay I, I there's yeah, been a lot I mean, of work on this, but that, that's that's basically like Richmond said in the Discord. Richmond said, "Oh, it looks like I can say it, Richmond, or not?" Because yes, that's yes, a, you can say it. Okay, okay. It, I I think you said something like, "I feel like this character was designed by an algorithm," and <laughs> and actually, it feels that way. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Yes, 
You know, that's 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 the, the, the meme of Steve Buscemi with the skateboard and the cap saying, how do you do, fellow kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that's a bit of this and, and other, but not just for the character, but, you know, for the whole thing, like, oh, we want to be referential, but not too much. We, we think that kids of today, they have those references, so we have to reference those references, just like SF2 yeah. referenced their 80s in the 90s, you know? Right. So... I get it. Suddenly, you know, they are not referencing our youth, basically, our own youth references. So that's different. That's an all, another aesthetic, another goal to achieve on their side. And suddenly, it's not for you anymore. And you're like, oh, I feel like a, an orphan now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's for me, it's like a... Like, I'll, I'll be completely honest. Um, the day that the teaser came out, I was, I was very, I was furious. Like, I was just frustrated. Like, why, you know, what's going on? And then the teaser came out, or not the teaser, the announcement. Um, I, I was surprised that I wasn't as frustrated, but it was still like a, there was a separation that was happening where I just felt like, man, like, you know, the, my time with Street Fighter and what I know of it is different. I'm not going to say come to an end. That's a bit dramatic, but um, it's just different now. And I, I struggle with, you know, when I look at it, um, especially because the concept art was leaked. And yeah. the concept art, I, you know, I can only speak for myself here, but I, I really like the concept art. I mean, even the choices that maybe... I'm not too sure about the execution of them is just exemplary and in a way that made me want to accept them. And I was like, wow, like I really, you know, and I'm not going to name new character names and stuff. I'm going to keep that stuff, you know, cause I know that, that, you know, when you make a game, you, you want stuff to be distributed at the right time. So I'm not going to talk about like specific things that are in the leak. I don't want to spoil that for anybody that doesn't yeah. want to be spoiled. Um, but the, the concept art is, is pretty cool. And when you look at what the, uh, execution is of what the game is looking like there's a huge separation and it's and it feels intentional I don't want to say that it's intentional but it feels uh, intentional and I feel like something could potentially be lost there and I think there's a, a disappointment in that for me um, one thing I actually want to talk about too and I know this might be a bit sensitive is the music and the hip-hop elements that is sort of being incorporated. Um, I admire it, you know? I, I admire what Street Fighter Six is trying to do. Uh, it feels like a, a metaphorical parallel to what Street Fighter Three Third Strike was. Um, but I don't... I only can go by the perception that I have of it. It... I... Mm, I question... <laughs> I question the... The, 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 the sincerity, maybe? Sincerity of what I'm seeing because I, okay, and I hope that this doesn't come off like awful, but when I looked at Street Fighter VI, the announcement trailer, it felt like a late 90s Sprite commercial as opposed to <laughs> it being something that is reaching out to hip hop and saying, hey, Thank you for your contributions to art and culture in the world. We have taken a bit of what you have and incorporated it into our game, Third Strike. 
this feels like someone had a list and they checked boxes, but I don't know if this is a sincere incorporation. It feels like yeah. an asset drop of things. And I don't, I mean, again, I don't mean I, that I, as I like just a, want to give some context. I mean, like Third Strike came out in what, 1998, right? 1999. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 1999. Uh, 1999. Okay, so like rock music still existed back then. Like hip hop was not the de facto like popular uh, mainstream uh, you know uh, genre of music. Like it, it was just coming up, and uh, it was not common in games at all. Like Third Strike was one of the first games to use a hip hop soundtrack, and they they went with like a you know pretty like underground indie artists too, right? Yes, they did. Uh, I mean, yes, yeah. And so I, I felt like they did that because it was very sincere. Like the creators were like, hey, like this really represents uh, the game that we want to make. Um, whereas now, like, you know, hip hop has uh, dethroned rock music as the de facto yes. uh, music of the youth worldwide. And it's been like that for the last yeah. 15 years, maybe? A long time. At it's least. one of the US's largest like cultural exports yeah. in terms yeah, of just yeah, like yeah. an ability to be like, yeah. moved by and tangible yeah. with like capital capitalism as a yeah. thing. Like definitely yeah, so massively I, important. Yeah. I, I think there's still a lot of great like uh underground and, and mainstream hip hop artists, but hip hop is like so much it's an industry now. It's it, it, it's, it's not it's, a yeah. And it's international on top of that. Um I <laughs> I, I like I, I, I thought to myself, right? And I said, well, who would I want to, you know, considering they're stepping forward and they're, they want to be more contemporary, uh, you know, who would, who would I pick to embody the, the trailer in terms of music and the language of it with the art, right? Um, and the first person that comes to mind is like, I mean, even if he's not available, like give a call to J. Cole or something, uh, you know, see what what kind of production he could provide in terms of making beats or someone like Knowledge or uh, yeah. any from anyone from the 88 Rising camp, like Audrey Nuna, um, you know, uh, like Rich Brian, uh, Tori Moi, like Octo Octo. There's so many people that are an international collective of music that is, is either rooted heavily in hip hop or inspired by it. And I think that if you were, if I mean, maybe that maybe there's stuff that they're hiding. We've only heard one track, right? Um, mm -hmm. But in terms of my initial impression, you know, I, I, I have concerns. I, I hope the best for what they're attempting to do because it is ambitious. Um, and, and there's a lot of things they're doing right in terms of the foundational mm -hmm. structure. It's more of the things that are personally important to me, like the visuals yeah. and the music that I, I have reserves about. And, they, and, it, and it's, I wish that I didn't care. You know, part of me wishes that I didn't care as much as I do. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's, it's so Cause you hard. Because it, you still cause you care yeah. about it. Because of course you do. Like, yeah. That's yeah. the thing yeah. which is important too. It's like, yeah, yeah. The whole reason that we're even here is because, like, we do care about this, not even just, like, as an IP, but just, like, as a collective, as a community, because like, we care about how it makes us feel. Oh, yeah. So, like, there's no reason to feel, like, you know, don't feel, like, bad about, like, caring, because, like, I do get the whole, like, I shouldn't care, like, feel, because it can be hurtful to watch something change in ways that sort of make you feel not great, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's just, um, I really hope 
that they don't give i just wrote this in the discord but like i really hope that they don't give like a stock music feel for this but like not just yeah. in the game but like for the whole thing like i really i just really hope yeah. that it doesn't feel like do you know like word art like i hope it's not that like for the game you know i hope that they're yeah. just going like two layers deep or something just give me 20 layers like, give, give me all of it like yeah like that's you oh, you make such a great point, AJ. Like, mm-hmm. anything that I have said or anything that anyone has said during this podcast for this episode that's not 100% positive, like, trust us. Like, we all love Street Fighter. We all love what it's done for us in its respective ways. We just want we just want it to be good and heartfelt because that's what we've grown up with. We and, just want to have fun. yeah. We yeah. just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, fun, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just want it to make me. I want it not just to make me feel good, but I want it to make everybody feel good. I want it to, like, yeah, you know, yeah. do do good things, even if I don't agree with everything, right? Like, I still want it to do as well as it can, and I and I only hope that the things that have not been leaked are an indication of you know, more positive uh, things that, to come within the things that are positive about the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. like I said, I didn't mean to rant, man. I just... No, yeah, don't worry. That's, 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 that's a good tangent. I mean, we, we're yeah. coming from a place of love, and I, I hope the yeah. listeners understand that. Like, any criticism here, it's not... Uh, I don't, don't feel good about it, necessarily. And it's not just to no. like, try, try to be... I don't know. Um, it's not coming from a place of like insecurity, like oh, you know, this thing's popular. I gotta poop on it. Or, no, oh, yeah, you know, no. it's not exactly the thing from my childhood. It's 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 yeah. much deeper than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah because we. The, yeah, the, it's it's also important because the what you said about childhood is important because you know, we've seen our uh, franchises today from our childhood and even our parents' childhood are reused and redone and blah 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 and the thing is the interpretation and the love we have for all those series and those stuff is very personal and sometimes we understand it in a good way and sometimes in a flawed way and we you know um and we 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 push it outside to the world with this podcast so Mm -hmm. that's that that's very personal that doesn't mean that other our listeners interpretation or love or you know um enjoyment of other things that we don't like is not valuable quite the opposite actually that's really really important that uh, there are a lot of people that enjoy a lot of different things that's what makes life interesting actually so well i want to go on a a side tangent because you just reminded me of something thomas that you're saying i think part of this is very relevant now because we are getting to a point where you, you kind of mentioned that that sometimes <laughs> companies may not be uh, completely altruistic and then re- in reactivating or continuing to activate on a franchise. What you mm-hmm. actually said reminds me a lot of the discourse around Top Gun Maverick, the the sequel to Top Gun, yes. which mm-hmm. which I bring mm-hmm. up because is also part of my childhood, weirdly. Um, and a lot of people are very positive on it because um, Top Gun Maverick is is another one where it's. It's a reactivation of a franchise to pass it along to a new generation. Yep. Uh, I think there is an element of that here that, I don't know, it's maybe we're going to be very get off our lawn about that because we're not the new generation. <laughs> um, but, but I think that like you can see that there are some franchises that have executed reactivations um, poorly. 
Uh, I think another example of this is even another one from my childhood. Uh, I just watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Another one where they're trying to pass the franchise from the older generation to the newer one. And it usually includes some combination of reactivating older nostalgic characters while passing it on to new younger characters within the story. Um, and I think that's trying to happen here with Street Fighter as well. But I bring up those two examples because I think in general, the Ghostbusters Afterlife and Top Gun Maverick ones are, are well seen because they were respectful of the material that they're based on. And they they understood what people loved about the original one and were not interested in trying to change it. And I think that there might be some element of we're not sure if that's going to happen here. Because there's, like I said, I, I use two examples that I think are positive examples, but um, I don't want to get too negative, but there are definitely a lot of franchise reactivations or continuations that really didn't work and really yeah. tried to plug holes or reinvent things or change things. And I, I feel like, at least from my perspective, even though I haven't really been into Street Fighter for basically the last three of them, um, it, it, I haven't had a problem with it, per se. And I, I think like now seeing something that is more interested in actually not just not just remaking the same characters and environment but actually seemingly trying to move it forward it makes me nervous because not you know not everybody does it well but i think we want it to do something well so anyway i just wanted to bring that up because i think it's very yeah. relevant for us in general I, yeah I, you know what it's an excellent point i just, want to, point. I just yeah. want to point out something real quick before i i, I pass the mic um sean so you, you said uh you know like me you James, Thomas, we grew up on, like, Street Fighter 2. But Adam here is the new generation. Like, his first Street Fighter was Part 4, right? So, like, well, that's we, fair. That's we fair. do that's good point. have, like, a, a fresher uh, perspective on, on this game. Yeah, I Sorry, guess. Sorry, AJ, yeah. you're just so mature. I just think that you're... <laughs> you're a... So, for, for listeners who don't know us, AJ is probably, like, 16 years old or something like that. So, don't... Oh, my uh... God. <laughs> oh, my God. See, now you're going to make me say... You're going to have to make me say that I'm older than that. No, no, but I just, I'm basing I'm basing myself on pictures of you. That's that's how I see you. Like, oh you seem goodness. very fresh. No, I'm, I'm kidding. You ha He has a bird. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all good, um, Skin skincare routine coming soon. We're gonna be on a, on our new Patreon. Don't even worry about that. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, basically, I agree. Uh, it's very kind to say, but also it's a good point. Honestly, I was thinking just recently with respect to character ages in Street Fighter, and even just looking at this now, all of the characters they're finally kind of looking like slightly more wise and slightly more aged. But only if only just a little bit. One thing that I noticed immediately was that Chun-Li, in her role as kind of like a tutor, kind of like in the intro for Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, you know, when she's reaching out her hand and the young girl's reaching out her hand as well. As someone else who's been a martial arts instructor before for various different ages, I think it's really important to always give people, and especially young people, especially children too, the tools which are necessary to be able to defend themselves and, you know, just be confident in the world, feel good about themselves, learn more about themselves through martial arts and through movement and motion, understand their emotions and just give them those tools to be able to make those correct and, you know, beneficial decisions for themselves and for their growth and development. Now, we see that Chun-Li is kind of doing the same thing here with respect to her fighting this new character that's coming in here. They have a new character that they showed, and she's throwing a kick at Chun-Li, and Chun, obviously, you know, the wiser tutor, I suppose, jumps over and gives her a light tap on the head. And, like, when I saw that, like, I saw, like, this whole, like, 
flashes of like my life because like that's been me in like that scenario so many times <laughs> where I'm trying to like I'm trying to fight like the people like older than me I, I I trained with a lot of people who are about 10 to 12 years older than me I was like one of the only kids like there of like my age that could train with them so like I, I, would, I would be fighting really hard trying to throw big punches and throw big kicks and then they just you know dodge out of the way very easily and just be like lol but clapped on the head all right cool like let's do that again and then like in doing so you know you learn and you grow and stuff so seeing chun sort of like grow into that wise and tutor teacher role more often and more and more specifically as well i think that's quite nice but also i think that we'll get to see more of that youth uh, coming through especially now especially in terms of characters you know like luke like jamie for example like i've seen here there is no age but um uh, uh, Sean just posted in the uh, sort of profile for Luke. He's, uh, we'll get into this too, but he's a PMC contractor who uses his elite military background to teach mixed martial arts. His days off are spent eating junk food, playing video games, and fighting. But make no mistake, Luke plays to win. He loves horror, sorry, he hates horror games, but likes traveling, loves PC games, which is kind of like, okay, cool. And then like likes wacky t-shirts. He's 6'1 and 198 pounds. But they don't give an age here, as they never really do. And like, they're kind of showing him in a way that always sort of reminds me of an influencer as a sense. And like, that's something which, um, which has been said to me numerous times, just in like the way that he looks. Like I've had, I've had people say, even just my girlfriend today, she was like, oh, he looks like an influencer type guy. Like he really does, like, what's up with that? And I was like, yeah, he is. But it's one of these things which sort of, um, it gives me a very specific design with respect to like the youth feel. They're really, they're really trying to push that now, especially with another, again, a character like Jamie, who's actively, you know, like he's drinking and like he's utilizing that for the, the drunken boxing, drunken martial arts aspect of his ability to fight. But again, like he's actively, you know, like younger and like we're really starting to see that now as opposed to, you know, the older sort of like wiser looking Ryu, again, fully bearded, a bit wider looking, a bit larger looking, but also dressed differently. You know, he, he has a different feel to him with respect to the way he moves. He moves in the intro with the rose petals and sacra blossoms following him like much more gracefully you know he has a bit of a a bit of a look of a of stoicism on his face and i think that we'll get to see finally in, to, i hope that we get to see finally uh, a wiser ryu and like an older ryu an older chun an older kami an older just you know set of characters who have been through things and their experiences have shaped them in more ways than just their movesets you know i want to see them come at this now with a different aspect and perhaps something of tutelage for the younger characters that'd be nice i'd really like that yeah i will say that um i think that the the, the i guess her student i think her name is uh lee Fei. they actually have that on the official website and uh mm -hmm. Part of me does wonder or hope that Lee Fei is the little girl from the Third Strike arcade intro. Uh, like, that would be a nice tie to, uh, you know, like, not just the future, but, like, the future was already, like, you know, growing at that point, and now they're at a point where, you know, maybe they're more part of the story or, you know, something. Because, um, again, I do feel like, I think the step forward part, is probably my favorite if i had to pick one with what's going on with six is that they are moving forward um you know so i hope that uh we get to see uh how that pans out you know chun Li definitely has a more regal reserved manner uh i feel like she's doing like neo parries from <laughs> like she's pulling like yeah. neo stuff from like the the matrix like i think she's you know probably gonna have a bit more of a graceful 
uh, presence in her movements when she can. Uh, you know, like I said, there there are good things there. So I, I would argue know, she's she's pulling off a bit more of a Morpheus feel, but I, I definitely agree. That's with that. fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. probably no. Yeah, I, th- I think you're actually more correct in that regard. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get in there as well and just say, um, like, she's taken off her uh, her spiked uh, bangles as well. And she's not wearing those anymore. Yeah. And that to me I noticed so, that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that to me sort of signified again, like, it's less like innate kind of like spiky violence, like pointy hurt violence. It's, it's less of that now. She feels much more, again, like rounded, but like the design itself is more intricate. So again, like more technical, more more wizened in ability. But one thing which I wanted to say as well, um, they obviously had the old intro for the, you know, Street Fighter 3, like Fight for the Future. But like, yeah. Like, it's the future now, you know? Like, th- that yeah. game came out, like, again, like, late 90s. I was three years old. Like, I didn't know anything about anything back oh, then. Wow. And, like, now it's like, Damn. yeah, it's the future. <laughs> time has come forward. And, like, it's don't, time Don't to, make you know, me recognize time, AJ. I don't oh, like oh, it. Oh, don't worry. Don't. It, listen, I, I'm, I, will, I will I'm, continue. I'm, I'm, I just turned 21. <laughs> I'm, I'm just now able yeah. to drink. Don't, don't Everybody in here is 21, man. That's, I feel you, brother. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show me respect. Yeah, but, uh, I'm 22. <laughs> 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 I've been drinking for one year. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, but well, like, in France that means you've been drinking for ten years, right? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But that's that's the thing for me. It's like I, I like the fact that like we actually get to imagine no so not just imagine we, we get to be in that imagined vision mm-hmm. of the future now and we get to finally see kind of like what it is that they've been working like towards for such a long time because again like street fighter 5 that came out like you know like quite a bit ago now you know like it's it's it didn't mm-hmm. just come out last year or the year before it's been like a sizable chunk of time and i think that um especially with respect to that growth and that that change over time we've seen people realize that like okay that might not have been like what they wanted but like we get to have a whole nother go at that cycle now and i just really hope that like the appropriate lessons have been learned and i think that they're specifically trying something new with these uh with these more youthful characters because that that didn't happen in five we didn't we, we just got like more of it okay here's how here's the, here's the characters that you know uh. of, but like they look a bit more look see they look a little bit different but like now we're yeah. getting you know whole whole style new characters that are like in the lead up you know that the, the front and center characters that, that's really mm-hmm. good does yeah, the source I mean, I... yeah. okay go for it go go, go for it Richard. Oh, sure. Um, so a lot of what we're talking about, I, I feel like it, like it's a return to what they were doing with Street Fighter Three. Like, like you said before, that wasn't even mm-hmm. a Street Fighter game initially. And then when they decided to make it Street Fighter, like they didn't want to have any old characters return. And then of course someone was like, "No, you can't do that. Like, you, you have to at least have Ken and Ryu." So they're like, "Okay, yeah, for sure, whatever." And you know, eventually they also added like Chun Li back, but it was mostly like a fresh cast. And in that game, they did subtly age the characters up, actually. Uh, it, it's it's kind of hard to see that now, because that game's been out for so long, and those have been, like, definitive ver- versions of the characters for so long. But I, I remember playing Third Strike for the, for the first time with my older brother, and he was like, whoa, like, Ryu looks cooler now. It's like, wow, he's like a man now. Like, it, it's he feels felt a little bit older, wiser, mm-hmm. had, like, a tiny bit of stubble to him. Yeah. yeah. And, Even and then just it- the art had evolved so much, yeah. Even Akuma actually had uh, peppered hair. He had a yeah. gray very subtle. strand. Yeah, it was subtle, yeah. but it was there. And I think because yeah. of the way that art was sort of done by Capcom, all you needed were those little subtle hints. You know, I mean, yep. this dates back to 
stubble on Ryu's face in Champion Edition as opposed to right, like yeah. World Warrior, yes. right? Yeah. Like it, there, there were little things that they added to signify these things, but now we're at a point where you know we they're taking more broad strokes with. Yeah. what they're showing and, and that's not a bad thing that's so, a good thing I mean, you know it's actually a, a good point richmond i'm actually just looking at the street fighter 2 versus 3 and yeah you're right they look so so young and fresh-faced in in uh in alpha and street fighter 2 oh, yeah. like relative mm -hmm. to their their and i actually didn't realize how many new characters they added in in third strike you're you make a good point mm -hmm. it was 10 it was 10 it was 10 characters new i think it was 12 yeah. characters when the game came out or something like that so yeah. yeah, it was quite a lot, but what's what's very interesting is that they are doing a first strike, but they're not doing it. Basically, what they are doing right now is a Mortal Kombat 10 and 11 combined. That's the thing, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. The, if you haven't followed Mortal Kombat, after, the, after Mortal Kombat 9, it was actually the SF4 of Mortal Kombat. Like, we, we take all the fav your favorite characters, we put them back into a side... Um, a side camera because Mortal Kombat went the Soul Calibur way, the DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat way, <laughs> many, many, many different you know takes. And in 2010, I think it was, following the example of SF4, they made MK9. But if you look at MK9 right now, you're going to see it's a very, very cheesy game with a very, how to say it, it's. It's very trashy in some aspects, like in, in, in female characters, in character design, even in thematics. If you like, we, we were we were joking with friends that one of the characters we are never going to see back, uh, coming back in Mortal Kombat is Striker, because it's basically a, a cop with a gun and that don't fall your face, you know. And yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not coming back, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. the the thing is when what they did in MK10 and they did afterward in MK11 is that in MK10 they introduced, they did a little bit their own first strike with, you know, the child of X character. But where they were very more clever, basically, than Capcom at the time was that they decided to have both. Like, you have the daughter of Johnny Cage, but you also have Johnny Cage. Because you cannot make a Mortal Kombat game except for MK3 without Sonic, uh, without uh, Johnny Cage. And so um, they did this, but some of the design and decisions and uh, visuals and stuff like that, it was still stuck between the kind of cartoony comics aspect and the realistic aspect that Mortal Kombat wanted. Because... During the, the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 era, there was not enough power to basically do realistic, like true realistic games like Mortal Kombat was. You know how we, in the 90s Mortal Kombat was the realistic game because it was made out of photo <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, and then, and graphics, yeah. yeah, and so they, they change in MK10 to, you know, refresh the cast and they add very good new additions that are now part of the main cast in MK11 and other that were a bit of a miss or that didn't work out very well. And if you look at MK11, it's basically the, the follow-up of this, except that suddenly everything is motion captured, everything is extremely realistic. Uh, you have super cinematics that are really, really well done. All the, um, the fatalities and stuff like that are very, very realistic to the point that is 
really disgusting and frightening sometimes. But yeah, but, but they manage to, you know, balance between what people are expecting from Mortal Kombat, like where is X character that uh, I know I loved or things like that. And basically refreshing the cast to have characters that appeal to uh, younger generations. And they did it while also going to a new graphical direction, a new art direction. They also stopped finally uh, making uh, Bikini Ninjas and, uh, yeah. and they, yeah, they, redesigned, they redesigned a lot of female characters to the point that it angered uh, a lot of uh, gamers because they wanted their Cheat Ninja. And FF, SF5, we've seen the SF6, we've seen the leaks and it's basically the same world. And what's funny is that it's not just, you know, uh, we are refreshing the cast, but also bringing back the old characters that you all love and stuff like that. It's also going in a new production way, a, a new um, graphical pipeline, I would say, that is more realistic, that is inspired by other games from Capcom because it's using their own engine engines that they use for uh, Resident Evil and uh, Devil May Cry. So suddenly, it's a world different aesthetic, a world different goal, and maybe we can talk about it. Like, what do you feel about the realistic thing? And after that, I really, really want, because Artita was born on an article about Capcom animation, we need to talk about the motion capture in Street Fighter since Street Fighter V and how it will affect SF6, because, oh boy, <laughs> that's a lot of things to do. But yeah, what do, what, what do you think, animation or realistic thing? Um, uh, I think let's, we should, I think let's go. Let's go visuals first, and then yeah, in terms yeah. of animation, we can do a little bit of trailer watching. Just watch a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good idea. Basically, so, I wrote yeah, it up visual before. change. Exactly. <laughs> so, we should go visual change. Hop into the trailer chat. Okay. So, that, we can do a bit of so yeah. I mean, if you've gotten to this far into the podcast, uh, and you've heard what I've said already, um, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the. Uh, step into a more realistic uh, aesthetic. However, um, there are things that I have seen that are actually okay, uh, and then some things not so much. Um, again, it goes back to uh, things that I liked about concept designs, and again, I'm not going to talk about characters that haven't been revealed yet, uh, but there are definitely things that are that translate well um within the realistic aesthetic and the choices that they're making uh but overall like i for me i i prefer uh a, the dynamism of the the anime aesthetic i think that there could have been a a potentially like a stronger happier medium that could have been reached with its execution uh but yeah i'm not the biggest fan of the realism but there are things that I definitely like, and there are things that are a byproduct of it that I like. But again, I can't talk about characters that have not been revealed yet. So I'm going to, you know, leave it at that for now. That's fair enough. I just want to get in there real quick. Um, one thing which is really important is like shape language. They've changed yes. this significantly. Like mm -hmm. I remember back in SF4, the whole deal was like, oh, everyone has such big hands and feet. This is such a weird thing. Oh, the hands and feet are so large. And they, looking back at it now, like I see what they were trying to do. They're trying to, they're trying to bring that focus and draw that attention to the hands and feet, obviously, to make sure that people could see. 
the where they were being hit was you know like correct but on top of that like you know focus attacks when you're looking at them charging up their feet are changing stances their arms you know getting covered in this big ink they're needing to do that again and i hope that they do I really hope that they change the general understanding of like our visual language with respect to this game. I really hope that they not just bring that back, but I hope that they make things really clear and like legible again, especially with the hits too. The effects look really yeah. good in that aspect, I will say, in terms of getting someone to feel like a, a hit specifically, because I was speaking to my friend earlier about this and um, it seemed as if they were showing quite a lot of like heavy punches and like heavy kicks especially yeah i saw at one point as well ryu did like a little target combo and standing heavy punch what it looked like into standing heavy kick and like yeah just the, the the weight of those hits and like the ways in which the follow-through was so evident and like the shake on the other character on the screen the, the literal screen shake itself the little, the little sort of like burst of color on the hit spark like it did look quite cohesive and nice i will say that so i hope that they are starting to really sort of like book up their ideas with respect to the idea of you know actually implying that impact like correctly because like so, i think that for five it felt a little bit weak to me yeah real quick on the visuals <clears throat> less about the the animation maybe lee didn't talk about the stylization but this this might be uh i don't know controversial but something that I felt watching the trailer, which makes me think that we're actually seeing a very early version that I think might get better, yeah. is I oh, kind sure. of feel like Luke and Jamie and Ryu and Chun-Li feel like they're from two different games right now. Yes. yes absolutely. Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I can yeah. feel that. Yeah. 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 Jamie is actually very, in terms of, you know, rendering and animation and stuff, Jamie is absolutely bollocks. Like... Like, wow, it's really, really impressive. And not just, you know, in the punches or, or kicks or stuff like that, but in the after animations. But that's something we've already seen in SF5, actually, because if you look at all the last, I think, two seasons of the MC characters, they are all um, very well done for big punches and after punch Absolutely. and after kick animations. If you take Cody, for example, each time he punches, after that he cracks his neck or he, he moves his hand or something like that. And you're like, wow, that's very realistic for some reason. And after that, you see them doing a, a light kick and you're like, oh, the magic is gone. And this trailer mm -hmm. doesn't answer this question if did they fix you know this because we've seen a lot of different you know realistic things like realistic kicks flips and uh, the whole uh, b-boy thing that uh, jamie is doing and the the punches that uh, that luke are doing are very well done but for the old characters the moment i felt it felt weird was the moment where ryu made a ta used the tatsumaki and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, yeah. That doesn't yeah, work I, at all. Like, not, not think, at all, actually. I think that moment, and also when he did his crouching medium kick uh, from the, the, the crouching medium kick that he has that is looking similar to what he had in Third Strike, like seeing how that animated, I it, it sort of, it was a jolt. Like, wait, I don't, Mm. You know, I'm not mm. sure, you know, what needs to be done, but there's definitely some things that can be. Um, and again, I mean, we're, we're at a point where, you know, this game is, it, it, it's definitely further along in development than what they're showing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a hope that, you know, when we see more, 
um, we'll see things that have been addressed. You know what I mean? But there are definitely mm-hmm. things that when you you see them, you can't help but like naturally react where you're like, oh, wait. Like, you know, but again, it is an early trailer. Things can change. Things can be reworked uh, to some extent within the confinements of like locked aesthetics and assets. So, Mm-mm-mm. yeah. For sure, all the all the two previews, Street Fighter the four and the five, actually, when the first trailer came out, you could see for each trailer how the the rendering pipeline was adjusted and how the game was changing visually. So I'm not very frightened by that. I think the game is going to evolve a lot until it comes out, and it's actually very already more finished, I would say than the previous game's first trailers. Because SF4, if you remember, the first image we had of Ryu... Oh my god, It was yeah. ugly! Oh my god, super yeah. ugly. And um, and for SF4, SF5, sorry, the first trailer we had was extremely dark and it was not even the, the, the right shaders and stuff like that. And the aesthetic of the game basically completely changed in two or three trailers later. So yeah, that's uh, it's going to change. So I'm not. Maybe it's going to be more realistic or more. I don't know. Maybe less realistic, like more graphic, more designy. I'm not sure, but yeah, it has time. Yeah, so it's uh, it's great for that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I obviously the game's in an early uh, stage. It is looking more refined in a lot of ways than the previous one, but it feels all over the place to me. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the characters uh, often look like they're from different games, and I I feel like the balance of realism versus stylization is not quite working right now. Like like you said with the animation, um, but also even just with the the way the characters are designed, like uh, <clears throat> their their proportions and stuff. Um, Mm. I, I I feel like they work much better as 2D designs. Uh, like, I was just going to say, the leaked concept art, I think, looks uh, uh, much nicer than the actual in-game uh, graphics. Yeah. And I, I think mm-hmm. there's sort of a, a push between uh, these really nice, stylized, uh, cartoony uh, illustrations that form the core characters, uh, and then uh, attempting to make that... Uh, more photorealistic, like in in the actual game and the modeling, um, it, it's not quite working out uh, at, for me at the moment. Mm. Uh, one one thing I wanted to add as well that I do think they will fix, but um, I still think feel like I, I mentioned in our chat before the pod, like way before the podcast, that in a lot of ways it doesn't feel like a game that was made in 2022. And to clarify, what I mean by that is I feel like 3D has come a long way. Um, and when I see characters where I feel like I can, it looks like they laid clothing models on top of another model and it doesn't feel like they're wearing the clothes, which is my opinion about, about some, uh, like not all of it, but some of it here, like, especially, um, certain angles for Jamie. I'm like, I really like the concept art outside of the game. But when I look in the game, it it looks to me like they, they've wrapped him in a burrito of of clothing (laughs) rather than, rather than he's wearing it. And and so when I look at that and I think, I I think, you know what, that might've, that feels like something that I would have seen in a virtual fighter or a Tekken like 10 years ago or eight years ago or something. And so I look at that and think, is it, is it production or is the angle or the way that it's rendering? It's, it's not as visible to be fair in the actual gameplay, like the side by side they're showing, but like, especially in cutscenes, you can kind of see 
the lev the the level and it makes me think like is that a lower poly model is it is it like how their pipeline works but like for right now that that part specifically is making it feel lower production quality and i and i i do want to reserve the idea that i think nowadays especially games like this that have a lot of detail on how the 3d rendering is done that it's very possible that in reality in motion the game will look very different um because like sometimes like just online streams and stuff just don't capture it but i did want to mention that that like i, I honestly to be real i felt the same way about kof as well the the new one i was kind of like yeah. i i feel like as a as an industry there's there's a we are we have the technology to do some of this. Maybe in KOF they were more intentional choices, but I still felt that um, there's something about the 3D that still doesn't feel in, like, for lack of better terms, when you stylize something, it's very competently intentional. Even if, um, right, even yeah. in the way that you're handling the medium. And right now, for lack of better term, the reason I think this is very very early is it still feels to me like the engine is handling them instead of them being able to execute their concept art against the way that they want it to actually look in the game. So that, that that's giving them the benefit of the doubt, but hard to say. I just wanted to kind of mention that. Uh, I, I just wanted to point out two things about what you said. One, about the uh, characters looking strangers in the cutscenes. Uh, this is something you'll see a lot in any game where they use the in-game models for mm -hmm. the cutscenes. Uh, for example, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, yeah. uh, in-game stuff is immaculate. It, it's uh, incredible. Uh, but when you see the same models acting stuff out with cinematic angles, you're like, oh my god, their hands are gigantic. Like they, they got like Christmas <laughs> yes. hands for hands. The, the shoulders um, also are <laughs> always too large due, due yeah. to the, you know, watching them on the side with the camera on the side. They have to make a big, like, wide uh, shoulder. And when the, you look at them in cutscenes, you're like, dude, you can't even cross, enter the room by the door, you know? That's. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, so I, I would recommend for anyone um, with, with the time and budget uh, making a game, like I, you got to change the proportions uh, in, in, mm -hmm. uh, for, for the shot, for, for whatever it is, whether it's gameplay or, or cinematics, it, it's probably a good idea to adjust proportions accordingly. Um, yep. And then I will say uh, also that just how stuff feels in, in, incongruent in the actual game. Like, like Jamie is a perfect example. So for the listeners, Jamie is the new uh, uh, the, the guy from Hong Kong, the drunken boxer. Um, when I saw him in the trailer, I was like, I like the design a lot, actually. I like the concept a lot, uh, but mm. somehow it doesn't quite come together. Like, like his hair, his long uh, braid uh, looks too big. It looks like it's just like uh, like a fake extension, right? Because his, his face is rather realistic, and then he's mm -hmm. got this cartoon hair. And then Sean, like you said, like his clothes don't quite fit it, it it looks like his shirt is just too small and that's why like his midriff is showing and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. when i saw the concept art i was like oh i get it he was designed to be a cartoon character a comic book character like in this manga style illustration he looks awesome his clothes fit the the, the big hair fits like because his face is also more stylized and his proportions are, are more uh, are, are a bit you know more angular and, and just exaggerated in the in the drawing and, and mm -hmm. the clothing feels very fitted it's like okay like it's not that he couldn't find a shirt that fit it's like he he that's his style you know he knows he mm -hmm. looks good he wants to show you his abs um, and I, I think uh, I think something is getting lost when you, you literally translate a cartoony design into uh, you know like a photo reel. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
implementation style because then suddenly it's like it's cosplay right it's not when it's cartoony that is the character no no one questions it but when you right exactly start getting into photorealism it's the whole uncanny valley thing the more realistic it gets the more uh, you know anything that that's strange will, will, will stand out Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one the. One thing I wanted that's... to mention as well. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, go on. No, no, go, go, go. Oh, cool. Let's see. One thing that I wanted to mention was like it's a bit more of what Richmond said. Like in seeing um, a few more of these designs, because like again, I only just saw these like uh, these other images like recently. But not only, not even just being specific to those. It's like when you want to show something, when you when you want to design something in two D and you draw it out, and then you draw it out on like a, on a PC or on a Mac or just another digital painting there, like a, like a piece of art. Like you have to be very very careful about how it is that you translate that design over like into three D. One thing which I was actually listening to recently was the uh the guilty gear uh rev- i think it was i think this was before rev 2 but it was a guilty gear revelator like gdc talk in which some people were speaking very specifically about how it is that they, they how seriously they took that process you know and how they used mm. so many different pieces of software so many awesome different like tips and tricks and just like they took a lot of care to make sure that they could translate everything from those 2d sprite designs into like a well-recognized like 3d space especially again with the fact that like everyone had their own like lighting setup, they weren't all affected by global lighting. Or for example, like they just really wanted to make sure that like even the the uh, the ways in which that they, they that they were animating and stuff like that, they would kind of like bend and break areas of the model or add in like fake smears and stuff like that to you know really accentuate certain motions and movement. Like I feel like in their blending of like the realistic with respect to like the 3D proportions and then obviously adding some stylization on top of that and then also adding in those really fundamental parts of you know animation principles with respect to the you know the old squash and stretch you know the all of all of that like they were very specific in doing that and i think that um that level of care it's why people so many people really enjoy like that change and that like aesthetics even today for example i've got a lot of my friends who really love the way that game like looks specifically because of this and i think that like what we're looking at here from the jump from like street fighter 5 to street fighter 6 even in these small bits of thing bits of a uh, gameplay which we've seen from this uh, recent trailer i think that like like what richmond was saying like they look great kind of um in 2d still but like in motion there is a certain like incongruence there that sort of like glaringly like jumps out at you like for example even when i was watching this before like when some of the moves hit each other for example you know when they clash a lot like when they when they for example they've got this new mechanic this drive impact mechanic that they utilize and on one of them like i think jamie's drive impact has like a hit of armor so he kind of flashes red and then like he goes to hit somebody he i think he hits luke and then he and then luke is hitting jamie at the same time and then jamie crumples luke and then performs what looks like a super art like we see these really sort of like fluidity fluid motions into big rigid motion into stop into big rigid motion into fluid motion into stop and then like jamie super art is very fluid but like watching like the clothes and hair react during that is kind of like it looks kind of cool but also kind of looks like a mess do you know what i mean it's like i it's like i I like the way that it looks but like there are parts of it that i feel could definitely do with some for some further explanation and tidying up and stuff or for example even in the fact that like he says something whilst he's about right before he's about to perform a super art you know, as they always do, they've got like a little tagline or a catchline or, oh, you're going to like this one or, oh, you're going to hate this type of thing before they do a thing. Like, even in doing that, like, the way he's speaking kind of doesn't match up with his mouth perfectly. And like, obviously it doesn't like have to, but like, 
those little things what I'm looking at here, it makes me feel like I'm watching like two toys fight instead of two characters sometimes. And it kind of yeah. like takes you out of it and you kind of have to suspend disbelief sometimes just because, you know, you're watching these people do these amazing things. And I think that they're, they're, they're treading, um, they're, they're, they're going back to treading that line again between like the juggling between the, the harshness of like the realism with like the wondrousness of the, of the, of the stylization. And I think that, yeah, we reach, with a game like this, we're going to be reaching a really interesting point with respect to how it is that those two things mm. balance each other out. Yeah. And I'm, going continue. To, yeah. I'm going to be that guy and say that there are some things that are, to be honest, very, very lazy. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, it it doesn't take a science or, or fashion degree to know that Ryu trousers are still not working like trousers, you know, and it's <laughs> 2022. Like, I remember, like, Richmond did a thread on 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 uh, Ken trousers like 10 years ago. Like ten years ago, with arrows pointing at the shirt and, and the, the trousers and saying pants don't work like that, and it was SF4. And you're like, <laughs> you're like in 2022, and you're like, okay, the the, the the pants are still not working as they should be working, and that's the thing basically. If you want to be realistic, just just go for it 100% or don't do it because it doesn't work. It doesn't work in SF4. It doesn't work in SF5. And right now the clothing is actually, I think, what is the most jarring thing because you see, you know, that, that one of the difference between SF5 and King of Fighter and even King of Fighter 14, which is ugly, like super ugly, is that in, in KOF, they, um, they hand animate clothing. And in SF4, SF5, they do, they do not. They use um, an automatic... Yeah, uh, physics uh, system, and it shows. And in SF5, it's again the same thing. You're like, yeah, okay, it's clothing, yes, it's procedural things like that, but it doesn't work. Like even, even because probably it was you know coded for people doing I don't know Call of Duty maybe like people that just run. I suppose, you know, <laughs> run and uh, jump machine. normally, yeah. but do, yeah. they, they don't do Tatsumaki, you know, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. <laughs> like, like if you're going to do, like we, we've seen in the trailer at one moment, there's you doing a, a target combo. I think it's Eevee punch to, uh, to uh, Heavy kick. Eevee, yeah. Eevee yeah. kick. Yeah. And you, you can see it's not working uh, trouser-like, <laughs> I would say. That's a, a bit a strange thing to say, but yeah, it's not actually working very well, and that's the the, the issue for me is that if you want to go realistic, like cut, st- stop cutting corners. You know, you're you're going to have to go all way in. Like stop with the Tatsumaki, like spinning, floating. Just do a a kick like Rio in uh you know in um. In King of Fighter, where he do he does two kicks while jumping, and that's that's enough. That's okay. We're not going to be mad if the Tatsumaki has a new realistic animation. Just go for it, basically. That's actually what pisses me off a little bit because I like this new energy, this new ambition, and after that, I'm like I look at it at some old characters, and as you said, you take Luke and Jamie, and then you take Chun Li and Ryu, and you're like they're not from the same game. And it shows because of the movements, because of the clothing, because of a lot of details like that. And uh, ah, 
Yeah. That's I f- that makes I me mad. Like could, <laughs> I feel I feel you. I feel you. I feel like that could either be them saying this. It, it's one of two things to me, Thomas. It, it, it's um they're either going the sort of like old versus new route, and they're doing that on purpose. They're saying, okay, here are two new people. They're two new characters, which they're gonna have here. Two new characters completely. Or they're going, okay, listen, we're gonna actively try and you know make this as cohesive as possible, and they're getting it wrong. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah. it's one of these two things. And I, I personally hope it's the former because like to sort of like do a little bit of a hop, skip, jump here. Like they they have a couple of new like mechanics in here that are going to be really interesting with respect to how the game works. But like we'll we'll get into the trailer stuff first. But I just want to mention it very quick. But um, like the idea of having characters like assisting other characters and stuff because like there's an assist button i suppose it's like oh, that will be no 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 yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no assist button no no no, no. the assist oh, button is, is is to is to do uh is to do um auto combos, auto combos. yeah it's oh, not okay, there's no okay. assist pause, pause. stuff on I'll, I'll okay, so no exactly. that's the only all right cool, cool. No. so that that's from me seeing this from like the one day i suppose so thanks but fine what i thought was gonna happen there was basically like the idea of having someone like actively like assist someone else whilst they were doing something would have been really crazy and a big new thing that's not gonna happen right fine what i'm gonna say though is the fact that like we have these two new like th- these two different ages of, of street fighter that are so disparate and i really hope that like they're not gonna play upon that in a way that that doesn't lend itself to like a beneficial like visual style or visual experience so for example like we said here like are they gonna do the whole all right they don't look like they're from the same game on purpose because if so that's gonna be really like janky to look at and janky yeah. to feel I really hope that they can harmonize that a bit more because I mean, like, it, it's like it's nice, like in sentiment, right? Like, okay, cool, like old man Ryu who fights like old man Ryu versus like new mm. hip young Jamie who says like lit and like goes on TikTok, like oh, that's awesome, like great. But like in terms of doing that, you need to make sure that, that is a it's a visual harmony, and it, yeah, like you said, it doesn't feel like that at the moment. So I really hope that, that gets you know worked out because seemingly they've got a lot of stuff to to do with respect to that for sure. Yeah. Should we? Uh, do you guys want to watch the trailer and yeah, then just like uh, just riff talk on it. about our yeah? Okay. Since I think we're we're getting real deep into the animation mm. and stuff. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Uh, someone yeah. post a link and then we'll we'll all watch that one together. Yeah, I, we can use watch together, which is a... oh, wait, yeah is yeah that's actually oh, that's yeah. An yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh that's a uh, that's a thing that so, exists. Yeah. Watch together. Yeah. Just let I, me. I have never done that me. before. Cool. Yeah, it, it's really cool. Oh, it's very cool. Just wait, I'm Is going to, a, to create it. Well, no, no, um... well, not in clean feed. He's going to post no, no, no. the watch together. No, 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 no. I'm in... going to post to the watch together for you. <laughs> okay, so what's the link? Where's the link? Got an RER exclusive in here. Well, yeah, but we'll do the, we'll okay, do the try, regular. Try joining, so. try joining this link. Uh, this sure. might be a bit weird. Just like give me like one extra second because I'm using. Whoa! Can you tell me what Federer means? What is what does that mean? <laughs> He's gonna steal our apes. Don't don't click it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, is, uh, what does Federer mean? For the listeners, mean? Uh, we, uh, the link is in French, so uh, it's oh, He's gonna no. click it. <laughs> Green means go, right? Wait. Let me. It means close. I think. I don't know. Is the link working or not, actually? No, it's not working. It says invalid access. Ah, okay, okay. Just just wait a sec. Dear, here. Here you go. Let's go. I think this is going to work. I almost heard that. Okay, (laughs) I see see someone. I see someone else. I see... Give me a a fourth person. Give me a fourth person. Let's go. 
Let's go. Right, give, me, give me one sec. <laughs> I'm in. Yay. Okay, you are user B Y N W T. <laughs> yeah, that is that is Sean's name. That okay, is what? That's, that's what okay. I go by. That's my nickname. <laughs> okay, for, for the listeners, for the listeners, we we can really watch together. You can hit play at the same time as us. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, I'm going to announce trailer, and you just yeah. do the countdown and then press play. Okay, I'm going to do the countdown. Are you ready? Yo. Three, two. You're not ready, AJ. I'm ready, I'm ready, yeah. Okay, okay, three, <laughs> two, one, go! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> go. The yeah, city. there's a lot of, a lot of uh, references here. Uh, Mari, yeah, yeah. well, never mind. Nope, Hakan in the that. background with his oil company yeah, yeah. doing well, you know? Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I see Hugo over there, giant attack. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this graph. <laughs> Oh, uh, Sean, I want to hear your thoughts on the graphic design and stuff. That there too. Um, I have, I have opinions. <laughs> like a game. This is like a game. <laughs> okay, there's <Two>. echo. Someone <laughs> that didn't put this. Okay, uh, turn, turn the volume. Yeah. Down. Yeah, I just turn the volume down. Hit the streets. Also, he punches in a way that you probably shouldn't if you're trying to find martial arts tutelage. Do not follow him. <laughs> <laughs> if someone tried to punch me like so, that, I would counter the fuck out of them. Do not do that. Okay, what's <laughs> funny is that... You know, Mike Hagar's statue, by the way. Yeah, and what's funny is that we see yeah. this character, you know, running in the streets, and I think it's going to be a kind of mix between Soul Calibur 6 customization, where you take a moveset and you customize your character, yeah. and the crypt from Mortal Kombat, you know. So, Chun-Li. I'm, I'm sorry, Chun? I, I like Can everything about Chun-Li except for her face. It just, it looks, <laughs> yep. looks fine, just not like Chun-Li. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not yeah, Chun-Li. I'm actually fine that's... with her face. Yeah. Okay. She looks more like Pai Chun from uh, Virtual Fighter, in my opinion, but... Can we talk about the fact that there are multiple forced in the trailer from Guilty Gear and that Jamie's kicking them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, cro the crossover I wasn't expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm -mm. I think they're alluding to something too, but we'll get into that after the trailer. Mm -hmm. I saw something that I, I think you maybe we'll go back to. Like and, uh, I, something, take take uh, make attention to the for, the the after it animations. They are very very well detailed, actually. If you look at them, I, I just want to say. Do you guys think this is actual gameplay? Because I, I feel like this was probably oh, definitely. Just yeah, yeah, this is gameplay. No, it's gameplay. It's you, gameplay. You, you think it really moves and is timed like this? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think because they, they made a second trailer called Commentary where there is only only gameplay. And, uh, oh. and it's basically the same. There are a few things that are not gameplay, like when we saw uh the some super arts but uh, that's it that's all okay. that's another thing i wanted to mention very briefly as well like that was really fun to watch but at near the very end we got to see like some small inklings of uh of uh, there's some things arts, there i guess or supers there's, there's some stuff there but like there's one thing which there. i really really missed from street fighter 4 was the inclusion of like proper cinematic supers where they would do multiple things and the camera angles would switch and you know like just it would feel much more dynamic and vibrant for example even like you know dudley's corkscrew blow one of my favorite supers in any game ever like the way in which he sort of like throws uh, throws his arm 
arm like just at you and then just like completely just like runs past you runs past the character in such like a fast way and then sort of like drills into their body again and then just like they start spinning and then they hit the wall and they spin again like there are so many great supers throughout the entirety of the of um of all the fours uh outings and super and in ultra and i think that like i hope that they can get back to that you know because i think in in five from what it is i've seen all of the supers in the game i've seen them and they feel like mm. character does a thing on screen, not much changes angle-wise, like that's mm. it. One of the coolest supers that I could see at the time was like, uh, maybe like a Nash's super, or, or he used to be Charlie, but like Nash's super, when he kind of goes past the player, and then like, you know, camera angle changes, he appears yeah. behind them, like, something like that is at least like, you know, dynamic in the sense that it says a bit of his character, it says what it is that he seeks to do, and like, he's actively, you know, he's hitting you with a move from behind in a, in a cool way. But like, for example, like uh, like uh, some supers like Gills, for example, or some others like, uh, like Poison, for example, like they don't strike me in the ways that like Prior did, you know, it doesn't feel quite is intriguing that's one thing i'll say so yeah or, for, or even like rashid's like it's kind of boring mm. to me like it doesn't feel as if it like tells it tells a story it's just like oh i'm doing a move like that's it so i hope that they can sort of fix that and change that and add a bit more of that storytelling back into those you know really all important moves i think it's very important to have that bit of a plot and storyline and also just the general intrigue in there it's, it's important yeah mm-hmm well, I think they are, they, they are, the cinematic um, supers will be there because there's been some leaks outside of the main roster and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we they, they, we confirm it. So I don't want to go into details, but I think they're going to be back actually. And I think they're going to be way more Injustice and Mortal Kombat style than we knew. Like very even more cinematic and realistic. So... Uh, so yeah, maybe uh, I, I I don't I don't see but basically I don't see them not doing it. You know that yeah. will be that that's a very exciting thing to show to people. Even if us you know um, hardcore players of Street Fighter, we can be bored by seeing it like for the thousand mm-hmm. times, like just like the the Bardock cinematic in uh, Dragon Ball. Fighter Z, where it was actually like 30 minutes in the Evo finals that uh, of just this super. So yeah, we. I think they're going to put it, but uh, in a more in a more. I think they, they said something like there are three, there are probably different levels of super. Maybe when you use the all the levels, you're going to have the cinematic thing or something like that. But yeah, we. I think they're going to do it. That will be stupid. Because like, like, yeah. like you said, you, you, I mean, a fighting game, people are going to play this for like hundreds of hours, like years, yeah. if it does well, right? You, yeah, you got to, you can't make people sit through like a, a 10, 20 second cinematic every time. True, mm. true. Well, that, that's the, the problem that I, I've always had with uh, playing Tekken, even, even as it's gotten better, is that when, when you do too much of that, it starts to feel like you're making suggestions to the character rather than controlling them. And that's the problem with, like, I think input lag on 3D animations being too complicated after an input. Like, I don't know. So I, I, I think you got to be really careful about cinematic angles in the middle of a, a gameplay because it also stops the momentum of gameplay, which is a problem, mm. right? So, I, I mean, all that, that stuff can really hurt, like, the... That so- does it very quickly, though. Mm-hmm. Say again? Tekken does it very quickly. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. The, newer, the newer ones are better. Ones are no. Back in the day, I, w- I was like, you, you would do an attack, and it felt like a second and a half before you could do an input again. 
Yeah, it's in Tekken there's not this problem for a long time, but they added, you know, uh, super cinematics in Tekken 7. Some are very short and some are terribly long, and most yeah. of them are, are actually terrible from a cinematic angle. Like, it's half of them are like character those punch, kick, the opponent fly in the sky, and when it falls back, big punch! And you're like, whoa, that was. Like, like I'm playing Kazumi in Tekken. She has a tiger, and the tiger is not even in the super. You're like, why? You know. Yeah. So Tekken is not good at cinematics, and actually, what works the most as a cinematic thing in Tekken is the in Tekken Seven is the moment where both characters are low life and they're going to um, to they hurt each other, it. and it it triggers you know the slow mo. That's yeah. that. That's a very very that good thing, nice and that's that. yeah. yeah. That's a very nice touch that works even after seven years of Tekken Seven, and uh, and what's funny is that it it's also good for the gameplay basically to see what's happening, you know. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, can we talk about uh, well, about I think the James wanted to say something first? Yeah, sorry, James. Go go. Oh, no, I was actually just going to add more to what Sean was saying in regards to um, when it comes to 3D fighting games, like one thing that I think uh, developers should actually uh, look into a little bit more is maintaining fluidity of flow. I, I think in one of the touch point statements for Street Fighter VI, you know, they, they mentioned that they wanted to maintain the flow of battle, which is why they have like simple inputs. But I think there's another element that should be considered is that, you know, when someone does a super combo, super art, or what have you, um, I think there has to be some careful consideration to when those supers are boarded, like when someone does the storyboards for that and maps out like the shot progression and everything, there has to be a point where someone says, okay, this is cool, however can we make this maybe 15 seconds shorter because we don't want to uh, completely lose the momentum of the, of the fight. Um, and I think that's something that depending on studios, it's kind of, it's like, well, you know, people are going to make whatever choices that they make based on like, you know, what it is that they're trying to, uh, you know, indicate or to show or to have the player experience. But I hope that that's something that gets addressed uh, again. I, I'm one of those people that, I, fortunately or unfortunately, I have seen a lot of Street Fighter Six that a lot of people haven't. Uh, much like there are select few people on the internet that probably have. So there are certain things I'm not talking about yet for obvious reasons. So um, I, I, if I we're going to do a spoiler timestamp, that's fine. But I just you know, uh, independent of the spoiler stuff, I, I did want to mention that I. Um... I was calling out Tekken, but I actually think I've been playing a lot of the Virtua Fighter Five uh, remaster, and I think that one actually does it well, right? Like it's oh, okay, it's, that it's, makes it's, a lot it's, of sense. It's this, uh, it's like to your point, it isn't just like uh, about that. It's just more of the the relationship between inputs and frames, and I feel like 3D games, maybe maybe so the the, the laziness thing that the Thomas talking is sometimes mm. 3D. Um, in certain ways that you're animating might allow you to get a little bit lazier by allowing it to interpolate things for you. And I think that 3D games have been getting better at this over the few years, but I still feel it when I when I watch long like cinematic things in, in games is like it looks to your point. If I feel like I can put the controller down or the stick, you know, or, or just back away from the stick while an animation is playing, then I'm gonna 
it, like I almost like I have to like forget what I was doing and then remember the situation I was in once the animation ends. Um, that's the that's the I, part that's like always felt floaty and bad to me. But Virtual Fighter, as an example, is 3D, but it feels very very fluid and quick. And pairing and reaction actually feels pretty much like straight from your fingers onto the screen. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. that that's that's definitely a thing. Um, I I I think yeah. Like I, I definitely have had moments where I have done a combo into a super in a 3D game, and I've had time to actually enjoy like lunch, just because they're so long. Like the make, make, make your whole sandwich. The sandwich's not even made yet. You got you got you know, time uh, to. <laughs> yeah. I think some of some of you are speaking uh, without experiencing 3D fighters for a long time, good gentlemen, <laughs> because it hasn't been my experience at all. <laughs> Fair. It's probably fair. <laughs> no, no, no. Gods like you, Thomas. You know, like ah, I know, I know. All, I... We're, we're not all at that. Well, what's a recent three D game where where you feel like it, it does have uh, it has solved this issue? Well, all of them, like oh. for years. The 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 thing actually that I fail. Well, if you, it's more a problem about input lag, and uh, that that happened on this current generation of consoles. Uh, well, the, the not this one, but is continuing on the PS5 actually because they they, they make an they made an announcement like, oh my God, uh, since the the Evo is going is belongs now to Sony, and we are going to put all the games on PS5. Oh, we have like two frames more of input lag on PS5 than PS4, and uh, it's like four fla four frames more than on Xbox. So they are like, we're going to fix this, and uh, yeah. But now, if you the games themselves, when you are playing them, for example, on PC with a good, with which uh, that has no problem uh rendering the all the 3d and stuff you are the, all the games are very snappy there's no problem at all actually and even the animations now if you play tekken the last soul caliber or even virtua fighter 5 and virtua fighter 5 the the recent one is basically the is a, a repaint job on the skeleton of the one that was out in 10 years ago in 2012 which itself was an extension of VF5 that came out in 2007, so you know it's uh, it's a fixed problem. the The main issue right now is the rendering pipeline of games that makes uh, that creates input lag basically, and it's not even the controllers. The controllers are actually very fast. Like if you take the PS4 pad, it's faster in Bluetooth than when you plug it in in uh, in USB. So yeah, the, the, really? there's no there's no issue. The problem is the engines basically. It's uh it's a, it's it's mostly due to Unreal Engine. Like Tekken 7 had this pro this issue. I think someone talked about it recently in a video. It was like when it came out in arcade, you know, the first first, first version of Tekken 7, it had something like 7 frames of input lag or something like that. From from yeah, games that had yeah, it was and games before that they had like three or four frames and talking about this with um with i think i talked about this with um with one of um oh my god what was his name uh one of the guys that work on on the remake of killer instinct and that that work on the on sf2 you know including um uh dj uh 
No, not Celine. James no, no. Goddard? Yeah, I interviewed James Goddard like six years ago and never was able to publish the, the, the thing because I, I did it for a website. And uh, in the end, the website said, no, uh, it's going to be too long. We can't pay you that much. So I took uh. it back and said, okay, I'm going to publish it elsewhere. And I have like one hour and a half of interview with James Goddard where he explains where he comes from and how he works. And he was saying to me at the time that, so it was 2016 or 17, I think. And he was saying going under four frames of input lag in a current engine is actually super difficult. And the reason why uh, Killer Instinct was so good when it came out on Xbox is because the basis of the engine of Killer Instinct was actually the engine of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Xbox game that he made like five years before, where the rendering engine is, um, you know, plugged to the input system. So so this way there is no input lag. And I was like, what? <laughs> the reason. Wow. So that was a crazy, like... The reuse for engines of things that you wouldn't expect is actually shockingly common, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. Oh. Just let me confirm, but Shout out to yeah, but that was something like that. So, and so after that, we no, I, went I back just be, just because of Henry and Jane, you know, and that's that's an issue that has been planning, you know. That has been hard for all fighting games for the last 10 years, basically, because Tekken had the issue in arcade, then had the issue in PlayStation. SF5, when it came out, it had something like six frames of input lag, and now it's down to four, I think. And so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a complicated issue, but it's not just it's not like the game design is the issue because the it's been fixed for forever now. It's really the the consoles, like really. Well, I want to add another another uh, wrinkle to that. So uh, bringing it back to Street Fighter Six. Well, uh, first of all, like it's it's in the Capcom uh, proprietary engine. It's not in Unreal, right? So so clearly that, mm-hmm. that must have been one of the major reasons to avoid using Unreal. Then. Um, mm-hmm. but, okay, but also uh, so bringing it back to Street Fighter Six. We were talking about how some of the animations don't uh, look quite they don't match up, right? You have these really fluid motion captured animations. And then you have some other ones that are more, um, that just kind of snap, you know, mm-hmm. pose to pose. And I, I think uh, basically, and, and then going back to what Sean said about how, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, the 3D games, you'd just input like a combo and then you'd sit back and wait for it to finish playing, right? Well, that, that's because mm-hmm. those are, that, that's, you're talking about a 3D game, right? A fully 3D game where everything is tweened and uh, you know, you just you dial the combo, and then you watch it play out. Whereas Street Fighter has is is always been two D gameplay, and I I don't think motion capture is a good match for two D gameplay, for for because it's got to be really responsive, and a lot of it is about like canceling, you know, frames out of a move, and then going into a totally yep. different move, and that totally works for sprites, uh, especially the older games, because they're they're not only are they two D, they modulate the the frames, right? It's not like an even 60 frames per second. The gameplay is, but the actual animation on screen can be anywhere from like, you know, uh, uh, 20, like 30 frames per second to like like four frames per second. It, it could get pretty yeah. slow, but because it's always modulating, um, your brain gets used to that. So it's it's not weird when a punch stays out and it's meaty, right? It's 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 not weird when one move is a higher frame rate than another, and it's not mo- weird. When when a character suddenly just snaps 
totally add one pose to another because um, because it's stylized, you know, it it it, it sprites, the, the the animation's modulated, like it it's it's more responsive and it's not uncanny. But then when you add photo real, when you attempt to do photo real graphics with with that style of movement, it doesn't work. And then when you're like, okay, well then we will do motion capture on top of that. It's like, okay, well it'll look okay then, but then it's a 2D game. You need that really snappy, fast gameplay. And you're going to have these moments where uh, you break that that illusion. And so, I, yeah, I just think fundamentally motion capture is not a good idea for 2D. And I, I think it could work for Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, they already had dial the combos in 2D, right? They, they were right. games where yeah. you kind of input stuff and then wait for it to happen, whereas Street Fighter's never been like that. I mean, it, it ultimately, I think nowadays, independent of input lag, it really comes down to how carefully they crafted the ability to cancel in the animations even though it's not a fighting game uh i would mention that like actually i think games like diablo do this very very well at least the newer ones like they feel snappy and responsive even though obviously they're isometric and they're not motion captured per se but one thing they do really well is they allow you to change direction very quickly and like the like obviously they could just cut an animation when you do another input but they have a couple of like basically like in between or transitory um animations that kind of are smart enough to know okay you did this and you're canceling out of this to do this and it, it actually uses a, like i think um we might have talked about it in the past where if you freeze certain certain new like games or engines at the right time you'll notice that like the the frames are not designed for you to ever see them by themselves because they're really just a, a transition animation that's meant to allow you to cancel half of the frames out of something. So I feel like it, it is a, a matter of whether or not the the game team is... The, the engine can respond fast enough, but also if they're thoughtful and intentional around what happens when you have to do an input in the middle of an animation already playing. But I, I think for like a free-roaming 3D game like that, you're talking about uh, animation blending, right? It's like, oh, the upper body and the lower body might be doing different things. Or, you, you know, like... You're, you're, suddenly you're leaning into the run and transitioning whereas well, no no i was talking strictly 2d right no no i mean okay. like so, so more like if you if you uh here's a bad example the reason i was using diablo is because i know about it right um for instance if you're like the um the monk or something you do a seven-sided strike which is like a three-second animation um mm -hmm. you can input the input for seven-sided strike and he'll start the animation Right, but if you then decide to do um, a regular attack to another enemy, whereas a, a monk character will um, basically dash, right, like dash or teleport toward them, um, what it will do is it'll play, it'll basically like play a transition animation where it stops the seven-sided strike and then moves it into a, a a teleport animation that then shows a different frame that you wouldn't ever see if you weren't canceling out of that three-second animation. So that's that's kind of more what I meant is is that uh, it feels responsive because they don't force you to finish any animation that you start. Um, oh. I, I'm, not, I'm not an animator, so I don't know exactly how they do it, but I know that from a technology perspective, that's one of the things that makes um, a game like Diablo feel responsive and smooth. It's not just the because if you ever play like other isometric games, it, it can feel very clunky, um, and I think that's ultimately where it comes from is like the relationship between your inputs and and so that's why like it feels like for instance if, whenever you in my opinion whenever you do like a an input and then an animation plays and then the animation is required to finish that's when it feels like you're giving suggestions to the character because it's going to finish the animation no matter what right um and i was only mentioning diablo because i i know that like um 
especially when you have like nine different types of attacks you can do in like Diablo three, making it feel like you can jump around the screen or, or pivot to new characters. They, they did a lot of dialing in. Like if you play some of the early tests of some of these games, they don't feel that good. <laughs> and this is okay. you kind of pick it up and as they add polish. And that's, that's why I thought of it as I was like, oh, I remember how this felt super clunky. Uh, but then once they added the polish and the transition and they allowed the animation cancels to actually feel intentional, like you weren't just seeing the animation stop canceling. Oh, I'm sorry. Because in the earlier builds, you wouldn't see the transition animation. So it really would just feel like the character stopped animating when you transition to the attack. So it would feel responsive, but it would look bad. So the combination of making sure that it looks natural. Uh, like I said, I'm not an animator, so I'm really talking more about the technology side of it. But I still thought it was interesting. Uh -huh. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll figure it out for uh, six Street Fighter Six. Right? It's still very early. But but I do agree that motion capture does change the equation a little bit. I'm pretty sure um, a lot of Diablo games are not motion captured, or if they are, it's mostly for the cinematic. The yeah. thing we can see is that if you look at existing characters that were motion capture for SF5, you take Rose for example. Yeah, it's Rose, but it's it's actually what's very surprising is that. For some characters, it feels like it's over animated because of motion capture. Yeah. Because they take they take so much. Like for example, one of the things they did in SF five, uh, not in the launch of the game or the first two seasons, but the season I think it's season four and five when it's very apparent. Like I said before, they have there are a lot of um, after it animations yes. where you see uh, people uh, cracking their heads their hands or moving stuff like that and that's a byproduct of animation and that and some of uh, motion capture and sometimes that's great but at some other times it doesn't work anymore and i think cody in sf5 is one of the best example of this because he has you know all all those uh, knife motions where he's cutting at you and stuff like that and it's very very you know, very animated. There are a lot of frames and it works very well. And after that, it does a standlight kick and you're like, okay, it doesn't work at all anymore. And it's not just even <laughs> because there are not enough animation frames or stuff like that. It's because it's terrible. Like it doesn't even work from, a, you know, a human standpoint, like the, the balance uh, of the, 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 the physical balance doesn't work. Someone doing this in real life is not going to, is going to fall on the ground and i know i'm saying it i'm saying this in a game where someone is doing a tatsumaki and adoken but yeah it's just like stun kick you know stun kick is supposed to be just a kick it's not supposed to be unrealistic some are a little bit unrealistic but just for the balance it sometimes it, it feels like mortal kombat you know where they are there's this very great animation of youtube why mortal kombat animation sucks i think it's and it's basically like he says, you when you look at people punching each other, it's like they have the lower body stuck in a fence and they are trying to reach, you know, forward and they are completely off balance. And they, if they were punching this way, they would make absolutely no damage. And I think AJ can confirm because, yeah, yeah, AJ can confirm because I think you've learned to not, you know, overextend because you lose strength and balance, you know, and um, and sometimes you can see that in currently existing SF5 characters. So I really, really hope that they are not going to fail this again. 
Yeah, I, I just want to add to that. Um, so the after animations, I feel like that's also a byproduct of the popularity of MOBAs, where, um, you know, the, the MOBAs are, they're different, right? You're playing with a mouse click. It's kind of fun. Like the move has to come out instantly, right? And then afterwards, they play like a flourish to make it feel more robust. But it doesn't work mm -hmm. in a fighting game. Like when you hit and then the character does an extra little dance afterwards, like that's supposed to be for taunts, right? You're supposed to choose mm -hmm. to do that and then kind of commit to it. And then you're vulnerable. You might get hit out of it. It feels very mm -hmm. weird when the character, not only do they automatically do it, but then you can just suddenly interrupt it uh, whenever you want. On, on, on top mm -hmm. of that, uh, the characters just move more than they should. It doesn't fit their personalities. Like, like uh, you know, uh, Dictator, right? Bison slash Vega. Uh, in the old games, his stance, like, it's very, very no-nonsense. And he's just kind of cocking the other hand. Like, he can't wait to punch you. And he's so concentrated on it, right? And in, in mm -hmm. Street Fighter V, it's like, He's the magic man. Like he's got magic hands. Like he'll punch you and then just sweep his arms around, like in, in, in these arcing motions. And it uh, it shows off the cloth physics, but it does not convey his personality well. You know. Mm -hmm. So I, I hope they don't. Yeah. I, I hope they dial that back for six. Well, I'm not sure that it's going to be this, but yeah. Yeah, if you want to see what uh, what we're talking about, just, just go on YouTube and search the Cody gameplay trailer for SF5. You're going to see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Should we wrap this up, or is there anything left to to talk about? Oh, oh, there's still so much to say. Things, but yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot which we said so far. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So. The only thing that we didn't get into really, well, like. The way that like the drive mechanics like will work in this game and then like a couple things with like background like things and that's kind of like it i think yeah but like we can definitely oh, like, we, mean, we could wrap I, it up i, I could go on all day about the visuals yeah but I, I... <laughs> go for it which one one last time go for it uh what do, what do you want oh, to gosh. say we didn't say already um okay well I, okay, so I feel like the theme of, 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 the, of this conversation is that uh, this game is definitely uh, conceptually doing a lot of great things, and it's definitely very ambitious, and it, it is the biggest step forward um, in, in terms of just breaking from tradition, trying new things since, since Third Strike, right? I mean, not Third Strike, New Generation, right? They're, they're introducing a lot, a lot of new stuff, um, so that's cool. But then uh, there's the question of like, are they doing it sincerely, right? Are, are they doing it just mm. because it needs to be different or, or is it like really coming from the heart? Because I, I feel like that sincerity is um, absolutely crucial to uh, just any good art, uh, but especially Street Fighter. Like Street Fighter 2 became the biggest game in the world. One of the first like billion dollar games because it was utterly sincere. I mean, it, it, it's pretty, it's a pretty weird game, right? <laughs> like. Blanca is like a little boy whose plane crashed in the Amazon and like he learned to absorb, uh, he got chlorophyll in his skin and he emulated like, you know, electric eels. Like it's a wacky game. <laughs> they make it work, right? Like, um, gosh, uh, I, 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 I'm losing my train of thought here. It's kind of late, but um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, sincerity, sincerity. So, uh, I, I just hope that uh, they will actually let 
and trust the key. I, I hope they'll put really good people in charge, people who really care about Street Fighter and who've really proven themselves at Capcom. Uh, and I hope they will actually trust their their instincts. Like I, I hope it's not going to be like a data-driven game. Like I really hope they're not doing the realism just because it's like, well, you know, Mortal Kombat sells better than us now, guys. Like we, we got to get photo real, right? And I hope for the same reason, they're not like, well, you know, Mortal Kombat and Tekken sell better than us. So we got to do like some motion capture now, right? And I, I hope that like, it's actually something they want to do. And um, I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but like, I'm, I'm not totally convinced yet, but I, I, I could maybe be convinced. Um, and But I will say, in general, uh, I am optimistic about the game. Like, uh, there are aspects of it that that I think are, are, are looking really good. We didn't even get into the single player stuff. Like, like Thomas, you're all about how fighting games are actually, they sell the majority of people play fighting games as single player experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Not a widely known fact. Uh, yeah, most people yeah. don't even go uh, that, that, That's so, not me saying this. That's that's actual game developers oh, no, saying this. That's, like that's like that's data. that's for example yeah. that's a case from um, from uh, Killer Instinct oh, saying we Killer Instinct was downloaded ten million times, only less than fifty people went online. 50%. 50% of people went online. Less yeah. than 50%. Like this is, on a 10 a free free to play. Anyone can download it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's... Well, it's a, it's a not a real free to play in the sense that it's a rotation of characters, so it's like extensive demo, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. This is basically true for more or less every genre ever. Like it, mm-hmm. it's just it's just the reality of the fact that it's much easier to play on your own in your own time. Most every game, even ones that are heavily multiplayer focused, um, most people just play it on their own. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. Just how it is. Yeah. So the, but yeah, yeah. That's but about sincerity. I really enjoy what you just say, Richmond, because you know, um, Sean, you talked about uh, Ghostbusters, like in the um, at the start of this discussion. And I was like, what? There's a no- new Ghostbuster? I never heard about it. So I went to see. And suddenly I, I was there was a, a picture of the of the new Jurassic World movie. And I was like, oh my god, I really don't want SF5 to be Jurassic World. <laughs> because <laughs> the, the type, you know, of of lack of sincerity and just redoing the same with the, with new actors and uh, tropes and uh, data-driven elements and stuff like that oh, no, that's the but they're also that... bringing back the old actors too right yeah <laughs> so, yeah that's stuff like that so you're like you're like at this point it's a formula and uh it doesn't feel sincere at all and the fact that they are doing it it's it's quite it's strange because i'm relieved that they are doing something logical and at the same time, I am worried that they are doing something logical, you know? <laughs> like, I, I, was, I was like, I'm like, yeah, finally Capcom getting its shit together and uh, acting like a, you know, a real company. But, but the goofiness and the, the strange decision and stuff like that, that's also Capcom, you know? So, like, not doing like the others. I'm not like the others fighting games. It's... It was also part of Capcom's DNA, so yeah, we, we'll see. But I really, really hope it's not going to be, you know, um, dishonest to the point of, you know, the lack, the, the last Star Wars movies or Jurassic mm-hmm. World movies or all those yeah. shitty stuff. Because you know, I was, 
today people look at the old Star Wars, then the, the prequel, like uh, from the early 2000s by George Lucas, and they're like, okay, they are really bad movies. for, But actually they tried to do something. And yeah. the new trilogy is not even trying to do something. It's like a rehearsal of what already happened. And I really, really hope that they are not we're not going to have this kind of treatment yeah we yeah. I, I read actually uh, this is like a side tangent that i won't go down too far but i read a pretty interesting thing that was an article that was kind of talking about george lucas's fascination with the roman republic and how like a lot of the the um prequel trilogy was him trying to bring a little bit of that intrigue into the story and that like if you really look at it on a very high level there's actually a lot of interesting stuff going on it was just a matter mm. of like executing it really didn't work out as well but I, I always appreciated that idea to your point that there was a sincerity behind it that I think like, I don't know, now that you compare it to the, the, the sequel trilogy, it kind of shows why a lot of people do really love it is that mm -hmm. even though it had execution issues, um, the heart of it was still the same as the original Star Wars. So just as an example, but you're totally right. A lot of the ones you named are kind of what I was alluding to is that it, it there is a way to respectfully um bring a franchise into the future and there's a way to do it poorly and in a way that a lot of us i think are afraid of mm -mm -mm. i yeah, yeah i, I want to add to that uh, i mean i think the reason why uh, street fighter is so important to every one of us it, it's not just nostalgia it's that it it represented like such a high bar of quality and for like a good decade every new installment uh, inched that bar forward or, or or in some cases just like pushed it forward a, a ton right like i mean um I, i'm old enough to remember the very first street fighter it was like a cool looking game it was novel but it didn't play well right so it didn't make a big impact but it, it had cool characters mm -hmm. the idea of one-on-one -on -one fighting was so cool and then oh my god street fighter 2 they perfected it they that is one of the most impressive games. There were fighting games before it. There were one-on-one -on -one games before it, but that was like, this is a fully realized fighting game. And they will always, this is like the one that will define fighting games forever. And that's still true today. Like every mm -hmm. every fighting game has Street Fighter II's DNA in it. I mean, that game was so influential. Like, like you, you, they had to make a control pad with at least six buttons, you know? To, to, yeah. <laughs> so so they could port it, right? Before that, the standard was two buttons, right? Oh, the Genesis had three buttons, right? Like SNES mm -hmm. had to have at least six, just, yeah. But um, on top of that, though, I think, and especially, um, I, I know, uh, James, we've talked about this so much, like the, the art, the artistic quality of Street Fighter, yeah. of Capcom um, in the 90s and early 2000s, it is so rid ridiculously high and I, I, I don't think uh, it's an exaggeration to say, like, they had one of the greatest group of artists of, of, of all time. Honestly, and, and yeah. I'm, I'm not, I, I would put them on par with, like, any atelier from art history. And I say this yep. because they changed how people draw. Like, think about that. They changed how people yeah. draw, period. Like, like the human yep. figure, like, just stylization, this really cool balance between, like, realism and cartooniness and and it's still something a lot of people are chasing to this day thomas mentioned like like overwatch one of the most popular uh, mm. games right of the last 10 years uh, widely considered like one of the best for like character design art direction yep. they 
that's that's a hundred percent like heavily inspired. inspired. They're, they're very yeah, yeah. open about it, and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're very open about it. And what's funny is that you, I think we mentioned it in another episode, but it's always good to mention it. So the the art director was very inspired by Akiman, and basically Akiman saw Overwatch and was like, I'm instantly a super fan, and he went to Overwatch conventions to basically buy merch like fan arts of characters. <laughs> and you're like, what? So it's yeah. uh, you know it's it's it came full circle and uh, yeah. what's yeah and what's a bit sad sometimes that it doesn't seem to come always full circle uh, in Capcom. But we've seen the leaks for the new characters, and I'm super hopeful. Just it has to render very well in the game, and that's yeah. not just yet. Yeah, that's there's, yet. Like yeah. there's please, a lot of promising designs. Yeah, yeah. Please manage to work, make it work. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so when, when when you hear uh, old 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 farts like me grumbling about like ah oh, yeah it's not it's not it's not nostalgia. It's like I I wanted to push the envelope, right? Because you, you hear yeah. people say like oh you know it kind of looks this and that aspect of it is dated. It's like they should be praising it the same way like everyone praised Strive, right? That That's what Street Fighter used to be. It yeah. used to be like, yep. oh my God, like they're just really pushing everything. You know? And I, I would love to see the series go back to that, where, where mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like they're setting a new bar and, you know, that's just, they're showing stuff I've, I've never seen before, executed in, in a way of, I've never quite seen something come together, you know? So, yeah, yeah like I, I hope the game reaches those heights. Like you know, I I, w- I would expect actually Capcom to create a new software uh, thing just to manage Ryu's pants. Like that that's the <laughs> now you you're, you're, we're laughing, but that that's actually but what I right want thing. to see. You know, that's the thing that I would expect because it's freaking Street Fighter. They're going a realistic road. Okay, it's going to be the most realistic karateka ever done, even if it's cartoony. The basics are cartoony. You know that's. The kind of thing I would expect, but this kind of craftsmanship actually maybe is not possible anymore in current Capcom. Like you talked about why why will people will say why will they use motion capture to do Street Fighter? Well, just because maybe the people they are hiring, they are just motion capture experts or people that were trained to work with motion capture data and not just draw from nothing, you know? And yeah. And maybe they are just doing with what they have and what the industry can give you, actually. What schools of game design and 3D can give you, what animation school can give you, stuff like that. You know, you, you, you probably That's can't possible. make a game with, with... You can't make a 3D game today, probably, with, uh, the, um, with the students uh, coming from the Goblin School because they are doing animation features and all your pipeline are 3d animation features i don't know maybe there are okay. things we don't know my, you you know what i mean my, like my 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 counterpoint to that is that monster hunter and devil may cry look absolutely incredible and have like the, in my <laughs> opinion the best 3d combat yeah in, yeah in anything like it's responsive it has weight the, the different weapons, you know, the different characters. Uh, let's not talk about the jumps in Devil May Cry, please, because there's no weight in that. But yeah, I see. But because Devil May Cry and Dragon's Dogma and stuff like that, they are games by Itsuno, which is one of the last OGs of Capcom that is still there. And that was 
uh, both a game designer and a programmer and stuff like that. So someone that knows the importance of animation that, that still pushes forward this, but game feel. Yeah, right? game feel. It's very yeah. important. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we will see. We'll see. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely it's you know like when you see something like that in a game, you 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 have to 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 trace it and uh, it's it's you know that's that's just it. Mm. I just want to close with this one thing. Um, I just really hope that the game can give itself its own identity finally and can start to move away from like the prior like 10 years basically and just become its own thing. I also hope that it can release in a form that is like fully packaged that like exists as a product like Street Fighter V's original launch it's lack of like arcade mode it's lack of general sort of like feel and cohesion i really hope that that doesn't occur again so yeah those are the main two things for me i'm not gonna uh, shoot for the moon with respect to this one like i still am like happy with what it is i've seen thus far i suppose but like i didn't buy street fighter 5 like i didn't really play it all that much i played it bits and pieces of it with my friends and had a good time with what it is that I played, but I definitely wasn't like a stand for that game. Or at least not like I was for the Street Fighter 4, but then again, that's just different time, different whole frame of reference, just different age, different version of myself that doesn't like exist anymore. So, for the current one, like looking forward to now, the me that is talking to you right now, I really just hope that it can become a proper package. I hope that we can get a version of Street Fighter that feels like a Street Fighter game. And what do I mean by that? I just want for it to come out and for things to, you know, like work correctly. I want for art to be like, you know, visibly at least intriguing and nice. I want for it to just take me through a story within this world and feel as if it can, you know, take me on a journey that I'll be, you know, intrigued and interested by. So, yeah, I'm not going to set all of the giant um, hopes and dreams out there, but I just hope that it can come out in like in one piece, basically. And then yeah. we'll see what happens there. That's what that's right. Be, be a cohesive package, something that everyone can see and say, okay, maybe I don't like it, but I recognize that something good, great is going on here. You yeah, know, yeah. like like I didn't like SF4 that much, but you cannot understate the, the, um, the appeal of the game. Oh, it managed to do everything right. And I just want that. I want SF6 yeah. to do everything right, even if I don't like it that much. I don't care. That's there are a lot of fighting game series I don't like anymore because it's not for me anymore. But just do it. Find a new. I'm interested to see how it evolves, even if it's not for me anymore. You know, it's always sure. interesting. So that's that's what I want. Like make a great game, something that everyone agrees is great. That's all I want. Yeah. Hmm. I think okay. So for the listeners, yeah, we'll. Um... As I'm sure you can tell, we've had a lot to say this far. But I think <laughs> that we'll be getting into like a part two, perhaps, of this. Maybe we'll see. But yeah, we still have other things to speak about with respect to like the mechanics of what it is that we've seen. I want to get into some background things personally because like there are a few things in the background that we didn't really get into into yet. Mm. And then also yeah. just a few more like general thoughts. I wanted to mention um, effects-wise, musical, um, different things that could exist possibly. Just a few like hopes and ideas perhaps. But yeah, I, I, I've got a few. Uh, I've got a small list of notes here that's like next to me. And like yeah, I've got a, I've got a few things to say. It AJ is actually wrong. The entire next episode is going to be about the logo. Just the entire True. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, to hear that. Shall, shall we wrap up for tonight? Then? Yeah, Let's yeah, wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so we'll, we'll yeah. definitely do a part two. Because I, I sounds like there's still a lot to discuss. And you know what? That, that, wasn't, that wasn't as uh, 
as, as, as prickly <laughs> as I thought. Negative. <laughs> I tried really hard to be thoughtful. To suppress about... your dark hado. I know. Yeah. You did a great job. I, yeah, yeah James managed to, to dark hado himself into yeah, positivity. In That's great. Oh, wait. I got to say the tagline, of course. Like, with this being Street Fighter 6, we're going to call this episode Street Fighter 6, You Can't Parry Time. Because you cannot <laughs> things are always changing. And this guy. The, cro yeah. the chronal shift here is occurring, and I'm, I'm very much here for it. So here's Street Fighter Six and a whole new generation stepping into the limelight. Let's go. I'm sure. I'm sure AG is the new guy that you know uh, writes the the intro, the fight intros for Axie works You know, like uh, Evan Hochel <laughs> and uh, the time of yeah. retribution, the blah 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 stuff like that. I'm so it, he has a new job. Like he's working from home, but we know what you're doing. Of course, yeah. It's, it's me and Daisuke. You just contacted me, you know. He was like, "I like you." Like, just hire me right up, yeah. AJ, I need just your, I need right your skill. Yeah, <laughs> I read on the spot for in intro text. Of course. Well, okay. I mean, he he is a very talented uh, game designer and pixel artist. So you y'all should should follow AJ and, and everyone else on this podcast. Mm -mm -mm. All right, let's let's do the outro. Let's do it. Okay, cool. so um, dear listeners, right. thank you for, for hanging out with us, uh, listening to us rant about these these games. Um, yeah, so if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, check out the website. That's art-eater.com. Uh, you can see uh, that we got some written articles on there, and you can look up uh, every old podcast on there as well. And uh, if you want to keep up with the podcast, uh, you know, keep abreast of uh, when the new ones are going to come out, uh, follow us on Twitter at Art Eater Podcast, A-R-T-E-A-T-E-R -E -E Podcast. Uh, yeah, and shoot us a line. Let us let us know how, how we're doing. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm your host, Richmond. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, Richmond Lee, R-I-C-H-M-O-N-D underscore L-E-E. I'm <laughs> on there way too much. Uh, but I, yeah, I love talking about art and just uh, sharing opinions on on art and cool stuff. And uh, yeah, try 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 to be positive and talk more about uh, stuff I'm real passionate about. Um, and yeah, dudes, let let everyone know uh, what you're up to and how 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 people how our listeners can follow along. Hey, it's Sean. Um, I have a podcast. Uh, you can follow me at Daborsk D A B O R S K. Um, as I said, my my day job. Um, lead design teams at NZXT. We're a PC gaming company, so I talk a lot about PC gaming um, and the the kind of uh, PC you know materials and DIY building. I talk about that stuff. Uh, as of right now, there's not much to follow me yet. I'm working on a lot of different projects. Very busy, but um, if you do want to uh, talk to me or, or hang out or interested in stuff, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, mentoring over on ADPList.org, which stands for Amazing Design People. Again, uh, totally free. Um, last, uh, few months, I, I raised, uh, thousand dollars for Noir Network, um, which was basically done through, um, tipping is a feature that ADP list has now. Um, so obviously it's totally free, but people can give like five, $10 tips. So that was good. So right now I'm actually working now on, um, donations for, uh, the Ukraine rescue fund, which is basically just, um, a humanitarian aid for, for children or people displaced by the war. Um, so I'm, that's, I'm working on that for tips right now, but either way, if you're interested in getting into design or getting into the industry or getting into UX or a lot of, uh, mentees I have are just 
finishing boot camps or just trying to make a transition into UX design. So I'm available. Nice. And obviously uh, the site's got a whole lot of other design and product leaders that are uh, happy to give their time and <clears throat> help you through, do portfolio reviews, all that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, check check me out on Twitter and then check me out on uh, adplist.org. Nice. James, do you want to go? Usually that's you sure. that went before me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, it's your resident fighting game expert, Batic, again, James Stanley. Uh, the best place to reach me now is Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, beefy underscore kunoichi. That is B-E-E-F-Y underscore K-U-N-O-I-C-H-I. Um, I talk about fighting games. I talk about art. And I actually... Show little bits and pieces of what I have cooking on my Patreon, which is also mm. Beefy Kunoichi. Uh, if you're interested in seeing behind-the-scenes uh, progress on my graphic novel, Part-Time Shuffle, which is a love letter to fighting games, Vaporwave, uh, Hong Kong cinema, and all things that are nostalgic and cool to me, uh, you'll definitely find a lot there. I also do tutorials uh, for some of my illustrations for fan art of some of my favorite characters, and you can actually get involved in the monthly Patreon poll battles that happen, where you get to uh, metaphorically fight with the power of voting to see who I end up drawing next. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, you should definitely check out my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash uh, If you can't remember what that is, just go to my Twitter. The link is actually in my bio. Yeah, it's my turn. So I have, I don't have a lot of things to to say. I'm working quite a lot. Uh, I'm working on a very nice website actually uh, right now, so I'm quite happy about it. But very tired. So I'm Thomas, uh, your uh, front end web developer that doesn't like JavaScript much uh, from France. And um, currently, I'm not doing much. I'm trying to work a little bit on my website and added, adding content and notes and things like that. Uh, today, just before the podcast, I added some notes about drawing because I've been drawing way more, like starting again this year. And uh, after one year of live model drawing, I'm like, okay, maybe it's time, you know, to take proper lessons now. <laughs> Actually, yeah. like, uh, I've, you know, some, uh, some, some, exercises to do just not like rush in uh, after work and draw the naked person in front of me so right now i'm starting to work on composition and contrast like not contrast like just you know the values but things like line thickness edges um of course values but you know the the difference how you to use like curvy lines and uh, straight lines in opposition you know things like that and the relationships are all those things. So I, I'm making notes on my small website to on things I have to work on. So it's quite it's quite fun to do it. Like you do your own like uh, you 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 are your own teachers <laughs> teacher and uh, <laughs> student. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Thomasoris. So T H O M A S O R U S and Thomasoris.com. And uh, well, that's all. Like I'm just having fun right now. Nothing like to sell or propose just uh, come and visit and uh, that's all as always wonderful to hear from thomas back with the crew again finally let's go it's good to have him back here 
But yeah, um, so everybody, it's Adam, AJ, pleased to be here once again, as always. It's your favorite game, level designer, pixel artist, and also international taekwondo fighter. It's always great to be back here with the crew. This was a really good episode, and I'm glad that we could get it done. So yeah, I go by AJ on Twitter. You can find me over there at, at AJ Mattis. That's at A-J-M-A-T-T-I-S. Uh, I love to share and retweet all kinds of cool art and creative projects that I see. If anyone wants or needs anything pixel art related work, sorry, pixel art related, working with me is always fun and i'm active at the moment so uh, please do get in touch and if you liked anything that i had to say drop me a follow drop me a dm people do that sometimes it's very nice it makes me feel good on the inside and it's fun so yeah um take care everybody stay safe we'll see you next time this was really good keep your street fighter pants on we might drop a part two who knows uh yeah uh can't parry time that was a fun time i'm glad that we got this done boom nice okay take care everyone Later. Bye. Yeah, bye. All right. Outro music, outro music, outro music.